from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Somebody sent me another picture of me on Tinder. What? Yeah. But this is a weird one. Okay. So we've had it before where people have pointed out that other people have used a picture of me as mm-hmm. their full profile. They just go to like my Instagram or Facebook or whatever and just rip all the pictures. And just to be clear, yeah. Roz is not on Tinder. No, no, not, just on, to be clear. not on Tinder. But this one's a weird one. Maury, come in here for a second. I want your opinion on this. This one's a weird one. Let me get my glasses. Yes. So there is a picture of me on Tinder. Yes. Okay. But I'm not alone. Like, huh? I'm guessing that the person whose Tinder profile it is was somebody that, like, met me on the street, I don't even know when, and took a picture of him with me, like a selfie, yeah. but then used that as his profile picture on Tinder. Hold on. But when you look at it, I'm the one that's closer to the camera. Yeah, and you got the bigger smile. So it makes it appear like it's your right, profile. but he doesn't. He doesn't say it's me though. Oh, what's the name listed as? J. Period. Oh, but he does say he's forty-seven, which is weird because to me he doesn't look forty-seven. But anyway, yeah. well, neither do you. Thank you, Maury. Uh, so, are you interested? You want me to read the profile? Oh, okay. That's gonna be my next okay. question because I, I need to to figure out whether this guy is right. trying to thank you play it off like it is you or. Yes. Long walks, <laughs> yeah, okay. cozy nights, uh-huh. talented chef, oh wow, and even more talented XXX. That's why you're here. Are you kind, nice, beauty? That's the profile. Oh, outside sounds like you. Long, no, outside of the long walks. Yeah, minus the walks. That's right. you, bro. But do people often in your Tinder profile picture put a picture of you with somebody else? Never. Unless, never, unless right? never. he is hoping so it it is his profile I, but he's I, using a photo with you to up the clout right but to yeah, be like no look who Roz. i know look who i know or look who i took a picture with no yeah. offense to Roz. that would work if it was like ben shut affleck up, Maury, shut or... up. i'm better than ben affleck <laughs> i look better in a tank top i'll tell you that much Saw him in a tank top over the weekend. Oh, I'm got a better body than Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry, Ben. Um, but yeah, but does that happen though? Like, does this is know. that what people do? On, no, that won't no, work for him. It doesn't, right? No. Like, a, but that, to me, that seems like something. And I don't know a lot about Tinder, but to me, it seems like something that and you shouldn't do. If people don't know who you are and and assume that that's who the profile is for, and then show up with the guy and they see the other guy, they might be disappointed. Right, because in this picture, I'm the one who looks like I'm excited to be there. Completely. Right? Yeah, also excited to be on Tinder. Also very right. excited to be Look at on... me, I'm Mr. Popular. Yes. Did you have to explain at home that it's not your profile? What do you mean at home? <laughs> Did you have to talk out there like, this isn't me? Catherine didn't find this. She doesn't have <laughs> Tinder. This came from a fan of the show. You think Catherine is like scrolling through Twitter? 
No, but I would like, be like, Ross, in case it? somebody sends this to you, it's right. not me. So is that why you have Grinder? Is to just make sure you never see Matthew on there? I hate to have Donut. Grinder? I don't even know what Grinder is. That one time I yeah. walked in on Mark <laughs> surfing Grinder with a the, Big Mac. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Mocha walked into Maury's office years ago, and Maury was in there doing all the things you're not supposed yeah. to do at, at 10 a.m. Shem, don't look at me like that. <laughs> Big Mac and Grinder living his best life. He had a full thing. Of, he had a full thing of nuggets. <laughs> Grinder open. Dark office. But this is about you and your Tinder profile. Oh, is it now? So just to be clear, Roz is yeah. not on Tinder. No. So if you come Again, across the account. No. Uh, or the user, who is it, J? J period. Also, J period. the long walks thing should have tipped you off that it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's true. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz, you handsome devil, you. Yeah, so yesterday we were telling, talking about, um, I found another, somebody found another picture of me on Tinder in a profile pic. Uh, but this wasn't the kind where somebody just goes to my Instagram and steals all my pictures. Like, I'm in a pic with another guy, but I'm like the one who looks more happy to be there. Uh, I'm the one smiling the most. I'm the one closest to the camera. It was like a fan that I met. I don't even know when. Uh, and then he used that picture as his Tinder profile. Um, his name is Jay, period. Uh, his uh, profile reads, uh, he enjoys long walks, cozy nights. He's a talented chef, even more talented, XXX, whatever wow. that means. Uh, that's why you're here. Uh, are you kind? Are you nice? Are you beautiful? So that's what he wrote in his profile. But uh, but the guy's on the phone. So Jay, period, who has a picture of me and him on Tinder, jabroni. <laughs> that's what the J stands for. Right? That's what the J stands for. Yo, John, can you hear us? Good morning, boys. What's up, stud? Okay, Roz, you're going to grill me, man. You Please. I have a job. I do not want to end up on the news. Okay. So... <laughs> Okay. You should well, put that, that in your profile. <laughs> yeah, right on. Okay. Right. So, uh, so let's just clear things up here. You are the guy who enjoys long walks, cozy nights, talented chef, even more talented XXX. We'll get to that in a second. Let me interrupt you before <sighs> no, you no, 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 misinterpret you the triple X. You don't get to which interrupt is, just you yet. Know, long walks. Pause for I a second. Pa- pause for, on COVID bro, in the last pause year. For one, shut up. Pause for a second, okay? This right now, I know uh, two seconds. Two seconds into this conversation, I now know why you need a picture of me in your Tinder profile. <laughs> okay, I could replace it hang, with a croc, Raj. You are not helping me with much. Hang on a second, dude. Okay? I know. Girls aren't gonna like, be into that, bro. Like we're 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 talking about your Tinder profile now. You need to like figure out how oh, you want to how you want to how you want to come off right how you want to come off right now. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, my Tinder Can profile. Can you hear me? Not- Stop talking for a second, man. Yeah. Okay. Your listening skills are terrible, sir. Oh my God. I don't listen. Put that on my profile. <laughs> okay. So you got a Tinder profile. You, there's a picture of me. Look, and- I'm seeing Lori, and she commented, and she's the one who wants to make me famous for being a jerk, obviously. John. I've been seeing Lori for a year. Up. John, John, John. Okay. All right. Shut up. Okay. Shutting up. Okay, bro. So you have a Tinder profile. First picture that you see is a picture of me and you, right? Okay, Roz, okay. you got me. Okay, so <laughs> you are so lucky you got me today. Oh, uh, we're lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're like this is your news. Okay, how many dates have you been on from Tinder? 
I don't need dates. I don't care. That's I mean that's so just zero. It's barely zero. Reading zero. What, what, do you, what do you mean? You don't, what do you mean you don't care? One, You're one on, very good date. One very good date, and it's lasted almost a year. And okay. I'm shaking at the at the prospect because I love the girl. Okay, so and, why are you still on Tinder mean? then? I don't know. So wait, you met somebody a year ago, and yet you still have an active Tinder profile? It'll be a year, August. Yeah. Seventh. Are okay. you still communicating? And every with... month she breaks up oh with me. Oh my god. Every... She should. She should. Um I... are you mo- <laughs> yes, oh she god. should. I swear to God. Okay, this well, guy, right? Honestly. Yeah. I do yeah. not deserve just, her. And just so you know, la- ladies, right? Okay. And and this is the this is the thing because you hear these stories all the time where you, oh, I, I always I always look at the sort of dating world right now, even though I'm not in it, and I just look at the options and I say Careful guys. People shouldn't have unlimited options okay Mm. because it's not good for anyone because nobody has to put any work into anything okay this guy right here this is you are the thing you are the thing that people hate about you are the thing that people hate about tinder man well, thanks for pointing it out. Can because you, you don't me? use Tinder yes, the way other people. You don't use what? Tinder the way other people do. What? You use it as a game because you're in a relationship for almost a year. <laughs> you still have an active profile and are presumably still communicating with other women who may be swiping <laughs> and trying to, to to get in touch with you. Correct or incorrect? You're getting a little presumptuous there because I don't have time for that. Is it yes uh, or no? I'm yes or no, Tinder? John? Yes or no? I'm, I'm not. I'm not. In are the you field still chatting, and- John? In a relationship almost a year are you still chatting with women on tinder who are not your girlfriend no no you're not when was the last time you were on tinder man the last time my girlfriend broke up with me i added a photo okay was that the photo with Roz? no man like well, no. why would i put a photo of Roz? Anyways, I, I don't know why did you but there is I, I never thought this would happen <laughs> well you thought something would happen Obviously. Well, Roz, didn't I tell you? Like, I need Roz. Hey, Roz, can I get a selfie? Oh, this is going to look great on Tinder. Like, isn't that how it goes? Like, you meet a puppy, you meet a local celebrity, <laughs> albeit not <laughs> celebrated. Okay, bro. I mean, it could have been John Tory. The bad okay, so did your girlfriend, okay. the, the times that your girlfriend <laughs> broke up with you, this girl that you've been with on and off for, for almost a year, has she been breaking up with you because you still have an active uh, Tinder profile? Guys, I'm here because I'm not all there. Obviously, I need help. I'm not well. Me blaming my relationships is the first problem. I mean, I admit it. If I'm blaming other people, I need help. Okay. I got to do the things that I need to do to make myself ready. Full, so, okay. Holistic. Okay. So mind, body, spirit, exercise. Yeah, absolutely. You, all the things. Uh, okay, so cut me off. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not believing. I'm doing everybody a favor. No. Okay. Not. Come on. <laughs> okay. So explain ex- explain this. So uh, this somebody Kill named somebody named Lori commented on the on the picture. And they said, "Hi, Lori. I love you. Will you marry me, Lori?" And she oh said, God, "Seriously, ladies, opposed. swipe left." This guy has many screws loose, lies compulsively, and it's mooches true. off anyone he can. He poses on a yacht that is not his. He should pose in his uh, dirty, infested apartment he lives in so you can get to know the real guy. It's true. My housekeeper. <laughs> Stop is, it. Okay. How can we help you? How can we help you? You said you need help. How can we help you before we let you go? I will do whatever I'm told. I can take directions, guys. Oh, my God. I can, 
What do you need help with? What do I do? I don't know. Well, I'm not trying to control this, you guys. This I'm leaving this in your hands. I, I'm not trying to control this one bit. This I'm all about acceptance here. Ah. I accept. <laughs> uh, listen, man, um, <laughs> I don't know what to do with Sincerity, you. Sincerity, <laughs> okay, sarcasm, is you can't tell, but like, I'm trying to keep it real here, oh my guys. God, ladies. What a catch. Ladies, what like, a catch. Tinder, okay, it, the bro. Tinder thing is not real. Yeah, it, The Tinder not. profile okay. is BS. You all know right. that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Sure, man. I don't know. I'm not on Tinder. I don't know what's BS and what's not BS on Tinder. Um, uh, so anyway, thanks for hanging out with us. I was just real curious oh, as to as to who the guy was that put the picture of me um, and him on his Tinder profile. Because, you know, it could have been real cool, right? We could have had a moment, but. Oh, well, we had a couple moments. And yeah, I'm we just sure going to have to work, focus on my breathing for yeah. the rest of the day. Okay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Inhale, exhale. Thank you, John. I love you. Love you too. No matter what. Okay, take care. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell will guest star Rosie on the Amazon version of League of Their Own. Really? Yeah, I didn't even know they're doing so Amazon. Yeah, Amazon TV Prime's doing. Yeah, movie? they're doing a TV show, okay. uh, a limited no. series on uh, uh, about a League of Their Own. Rosie O'Donnell, as far as I know from what she has said, yeah. she will be playing a bartender, so she will not be playing a sort of oh. aged version. Of unless the bartender is an aged version of her character, but that movie took place in. No. Oh, she'd be like a hundred seventy five. Like she would be like the old lady in um, Titanic. Titanic. Yeah, because I'm assuming the bar is like modern It's been eighty six <laughs> years. <laughs> There's no crying in baseball. Yeah, like wasn't that World War One? Yeah, it was. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, there's no way she but would. They had, she, but the she'd be, be one hundred thirty years old or whatever it would be. <laughs> I'm just happy she's in it. Okay, just yeah. The, the look of disappointment on your face that she wasn't going to be playing the same. character character maury <laughs> <laughs> for god's sake now if only they can get madonna um yeah so uh so she confirmed that the film was originally released in 1992 it was uh rosie o'donnell's first movie right oh i didn't know that was it really yeah i think it was wow i think it was never rosie seen o'donnell. it yeah i think it was, you've never seen league of their own Mm-mm. it's great it's really good uh, what Stop, Maury. Let's just not go that far, okay? It's really great. You should check it out. It's yeah, uh, okay. yeah it's Rosie O'Donnell um, at her best. You will ball your eyes out. <sighs> Let's not go too far, man. Don't sell it so hard. I cry every time. Okay, but that's you. Anyway, it's a it's a decent movie. You Tom, cry Tom, when I run out of chips at this cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, it, no, but it, when they sing that stop, song. Stop! Stop! <laughs> Come on, stop! Okay. More! Stop! <laughs> Stop selling it. You sell things too hard, and then that's why people don't like anything that you like. Because, because I sell it too you hard. You sell it too hard. You're like, okay, Mocha, if you get a oh chance, see it or not. Oh my God, did you see this show? It's the best show ever. And then I go into it going, this better blow me away, or Maury's opinions are crap. And then I watch it, and it's a decent show, but I'm like, it wasn't the best, mm-hmm. and now I'm disappointed in it. I never said right? it was the best. I said it was amazing. You're going to cry. It no, was really no, no, good. no, no. You've said that of everything that you like is like, everybody's going to yeah, love it. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, and it's like, you're going to love it. It's full of hot guys. The song will be stuck in your head. Yeah, but uh, it's Tom Hanks, Rosie O'Donnell at her best. Madonna. Madonna at her best. Uh, Lori Petty, who is incredible in the movie. Gordon Lovitz. Sure. (laughs) Again, more. I'm I'm good with the cast breakdown, man. Like, thanks. I just don't want you to miss Lovitz. I don't. It doesn't matter. I don't. Nobody knows who Gordon Lovitz is. 
He's a famous actor. Nobody knows who Gordon Lovitz who is. is. Who's Gordon Lovitz? Or am I thinking of John Lovitz? Yeah, you didn't even get it right, <laughs> man. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Anyway, Rosie O'Donnell doing League of Their Own, the TV series. She's going to play a bartender. It was supposed to be one tiny little part of this news. <sighs> I have the you lyrics know, here to the song from A League of Their Own if you oh want to sing Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> bro, what time is it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Batter up. Hear the call. The time has come. Pause for one second. This all started. Stop for a second. Okay. This all started because Maury's like, you have to see this movie, right? And now, is there any part of you that wants to actually sit through a league no. of the own after listening to Maury Sell? I am now going to go out of my way to, to never, never see. Is this what you're talking about? This, this is what you do. Yes. I'm never. trying to celebrate it. I've been trying to articulate what this thing is, this, this quality that you have, this persistence that you have for many years. And I think that what it comes down to is that you just ruin good things. <laughs> Facts. Okay, cool. I get it. You know what I mean? No, I, no, I get That's it. That's the movie I watched. Mo Mo Mocha was somewhat interested in watching A League of Their Own. And then you went too far with it. And but you, I mean, that's the best part okay, of the go song. go for it. Yeah, okay. please, carry we on. We are all members of the... Shem, join in. We are all members <laughs> of the American League. Okay, we come from near and far. We've got Canadians, Irishmen, and Swedes. We're here for one. We're here for all. We're all American. <laughs> yes! Yeah, <laughs> yeah like go. that. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you hear about this Swingers trailer park in Louisiana? Is that a real thing? The motto is bring your house and share your spouse. Shut up. I don't believe that at all. Uh, the name of it is T-Boys Swingers Trailer Park. So this guy bought this piece of land. Right. So the trailer park doesn't exist yet. The idea of it exists. Oh, okay. Like an NFT, right? Right. The idea of it exists. And this guy, his name is uh, David O'Coin. He bought the land. So his plan is to build this trailer park and have like a swimming pool and like a bingo hall and like a yoga studio and all this stuff for people who feel comfortable getting naked and swinging. I know this sounds to crazy. Congregate. To people. But let's not forget that hedonism was a thing in Jamaica. Oh yeah, which was a all-inclusive resort that people would go to. And I to, didn't learn about hedonism like to I, swing. I had always my heard dad of, went to hedonism. Well, I don't know if you're saying that on the radio more. That's <laughs> something you got to ask your pops before you bring it up live. I didn't That's have time to call him. Very true. Also, shout out to your stepmom, Donna. <laughs> yeah, right. Listening right now, solid we love relationship. You. <laughs> you guys have obviously worked through some things. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, so they caught up with this guy, uh, David O'Coin, because they were like. Could could you sustain this in Louisiana? And here's his answer. Bigger than most will know. Live free and don't be scared of it. There's everybody. There's a big community of it. I think a bunch of them is not shy. The ones that are shy, hell with them. Roll with it. Good thing compared to most things. He sounds legit. Yeah. And he's building. He's what he's building is hillbilly hedonism. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Because when the news story broke out in Louisiana, people were like wondering if this was real or not. Yeah. Because people are like, there's no way in Louisiana we're going to get something like this out here. There's no way a piece of property exists that's empty land right now that will then open up to be called T-Boy Swingers Trailer Park. Right. And here's what he said. Most of them call or text just to see if it's real. Just to see if somebody's going to answer because they're going to say, oh, no, nobody's there. It's not a real number. Or they'll get on Facebook, oh, it's not a real number. I got on there and said, I'd be a fat frog's butt if it's not a real number. Everybody starts calling. 
And they start calling, hey, what's your address? Where is it? Is this in Mamun? Is this, where is this at? Yes, it is. <laughs> so he's going. Yeah, he's going to have to deal with a lot of people who just want to show up solo, like a lot of dudes with their trailers. Oh, That's yeah. not how it works. Yeah. Right? It's not um, how it works. There's a sign out front that says that you have to send a picture of your spouse to get approved. <laughs> oh, come on. Now, he's he's saying come that he's on. saying it was a joke. He's saying it was a joke, not for real, but he is saying that because of that, yeah. he is getting submissions from people. Really? Even though he's saying to everyone, "Hey, yeah. I know it's on there. It's on this big billboard here that's attached to the property, but it's not real." That was more of a joke to kind of ease up the the people and just to create a vibe, people went further with it than <laughs> you would imagine. We've gotten many of pictures and many of phone calls and many of texts, voicemails. Unreal. So, T-Boy Swingers Trailer wow. Park in Louisiana. Wow. Uh, he wants to open by Memorial Day of next year. Okay. So, if you're into it. Yeah, it's hillbilly hedonism. He's accepting phone calls. He's talking to people. <laughs> you don't need to send a picture you of your wife don't. just to be clear. Even though okay. there's a sign that says that you got to send a picture okay. of your spouse to get approved. Good. And by the way, the uh, motto for this place is bring your house and share your spouse. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I started sweating on Friday. I didn't stop until this morning. Oh, three straight days. Three straight days. Nothing wrong. to sweat. Nothing wrong with that. Just sweat. How many showers in between? Oh, like, just, yeah, I didn't even know, like... Zero. No, enough. And then pool, shower, like, all that stuff. Like, yeah. I was I was wet. Like, if I wasn't wet from wet... Like, can, can you not make fun of me about what I'm about to say? Okay? okay. If I wasn't wet from wetting myself, mm. <laughs> then I was just wet naturally. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> No. No. <laughs> okay. So you're alone on that island, bro. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, wet it, island. In my, in my wet island. <laughs> God, how do you win that show? Yeah. I don't even want to know how you, you win wet. Won. I know, but I don't want to know you what. It's got to be wet all the time. I don't want to know what I had to compete in to win Wet Island. <laughs> Sounds gross to me. Sounds so gross. So, like, you take a shower, right? Yeah. And then immediately after drawing off your skin, yeah, what, are you just soaked, or soaked. you start feeling like the, soaked the perspiration already? So, because I was, I was, uh, we didn't have, well, like, there was no air conditioning all weekend, right? And yeah. it was hot as hell here. Um, so I just sweat. Like, there's no point in even drying off. Like, I, like, I dry off, and then I stand there for one hot second, and I'm like, ah. And then I get wet. <laughs> Does your family like? Are you all in this they, together, or this? They this don't is, sweat again. You're as much on as, that wet island yeah, by yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm competing alone mm. on wet island. Sending out SOSs. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm going through. Catherine will find just T-shirts of mine. She's like, "What is this doing here?" I'm like drawing. And then she, <laughs> <laughs> and then she'll the go outside. Wardrobe. She'll go outside. She's like, "What's your T-shirt doing on the lawn?" I'm like, "That one was on the railing drying, and then it blew up." <laughs> like I just have, I have wet clothes everywhere that are just hanging up to, hanging up to dry. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. And I sit on the couch, and I'm like, I don't put my back against the thing. I sit on the edge of the couch, which drives Catherine crazy. Straight up. Like I sit on the edge of the couch. Yeah. I sometimes like to sit on the edge of the couch. Hold on. Right. And then is your back, hold on, let me sit on the edge of this chair here. Yeah. 
And then are you like sitting straight up? No, I lean forward like, a little bit. I lean forward a little bit. Like like Mr. Burns? Yeah. <sighs> like a wet Mr. Burns. <laughs> right? If I haven't already sounded attractive enough. <laughs> but if I do that, so yeah. plus is I don't get I don't wet the back of the couch, right? But the negative thing about sitting like that is Catherine's one of those people that she can't relax if somebody looks like they're not relaxed beside her. And I look like I'm always about to go and get a drink from the kitchen, right? Like I sit right on the edge of the couch. Like I'm I'm always in like waiting for a commercial break, even during a movie. After this part. Right, after this part. part. But I'm not. I'm just sitting. Like I don't mind sitting like that. Thank you, right? Mm. It's all about not wetting myself, not getting myself wet, and not putting wet on anything else. But also being extremely wet. But also being wet all the time. (laughs) Wet island. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Deepa thinks that the house that she lives in with her fiance is haunted. Oh, God, you gotta oh, talk yeah. to my mother. Every house we've ever lived in has been haunted. No, honestly, a hundred percent. There's something that happened that I actually cannot explain. Like, go. Okay, so I was having a shower, mm-hmm. and then when I got out of the shower, I looked at the sink, and the taps for the sink were fully turned on. And I'm walking and I'm thinking, who, like, how did this turn on? So once I was done and I, like, I went out of the washroom and Talal was downstairs and I'm like, hey, did you, like, break into the bathroom and turn the taps in the sink on? And he was like, no, why would I do that? And I'm like, honestly, if you did, you have to tell me because I'm really scared because I came out of the bathroom and the taps are fully turned on. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, I didn't do it. So I'm like, so then it's a ghost. Like, there's no other logical explanation. Ghost, huh? Okay, straight what are the other logical explanations for this? So well, first of all, ghost like plumbing... is not a logical explanation. What yes, is this it a plumbing is. To- uh, issue? But, like, how do your handles go from, like, not turn to fully turn on? Okay, is there a chance that maybe you turn them on and you completely forgot and then got into the shower? Yes. No, because... I mean, that's such a... So there's... Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Go back to the original question that Mocha just asked. So you said the only logical explanation is a ghost. Yes. Mocha just asked you, is there a chance that maybe you turned them on, forgot them on, and got in the shower, and you're about to say no? No. No. There's no... There's no There's no chance of that happening. No chance. No chance no that chance. you as a human could have turned those taps on, left them on, didn't hear that they were still on because the shower was running, right? No. Okay. Did you it's starting to make sense yeah. now? No, Did you, right? So 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 you you turn the shower on, right? The shower's loud, the bathroom's loud, yes. water water's running. Yes. Okay. You turn the tap on, you do whatever you were doing with the tap, okay? Um, you grab a towel, everything else. Mm-hmm. You turn away from the sink because you don't know that the tap is still running because you can't hear the tap still running. But what okay? were you doing at the sink? Uh, that's uh, that's your I business. Don't know. Were that, you that's did, your did business? You do like a like a pre-wash I, of your did, face, maybe? Did you brush your teeth no. before you got into the shower? No. Did you wash your hands, no. maybe? No. Anything. That's Anything. why I'm panicking. Anything. And, I'm anyway, like... I don't need a list of things you wash. Okay. <laughs> what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that is that you came in here saying the only logical explanation is a ghost yes when we've just presented a far more logical explanation yeah. that it was not I think a ghost you were doing something it's, at the sink. it's only logical if i was doing something but, then i would but, say okay sure yeah like but, i potentially forgot to but, turn but it off you can't 100 percent say exactly what you were doing though yeah i went in the washroom i went in the shower okay and 100 no. 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 you did nothing else no no but i think that 
my parents' house, I've had so many experiences in that house, and I think something followed me oh, from their sake. house. Hold on a second. To this yeah. house. Do you think that a ghost yeah. that used to live with you at your parents' place follows you to this new place that yes. you now live with uh, with your yes. fiance? Yes. yes. Is now ghost B and being. Honestly. And her, and her fiance. I'm convinced. Okay. So no. what? What? So your experience with this ghost then? Yes. Um, bo- boy ghost, girl ghost, undecided. Don't undecided. know. Just. And energy. Just okay, an wait, energy. wait, wait. Um, at your parents' place when you lived there. Yes. Did this ghost like was this ghost notorious for leaving faucets open as well? No, but there's been like throughout the years. This isn't something that happens all the time. Like every week, something happened. It was like once a year there would be something that would happen that you couldn't explain. Like what? Like the last thing that my parents and I experienced together was we were at our kitchen table having a conversation. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden we hear something get pitched across the room and fall onto the floor and break. So our kettle, it's on an electric base, Mm -hmm. pushed to the back of the kitchen wall, somehow flew off the electric base across the kitchen and smashed on the kitchen floor. So we turn around and we're like, how does this thing fly 10 feet across the entire kitchen to break? So that was the last thing that happened. Mm. Well, okay, what's your explanation for that? There's a lot of things. Yeah, I don't think that actually happened. Yeah, I don't think that actually happened. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, you can't no. do this I don't, to me. Here's my thing. No. I don't think it happened in the way you think it happened. Uh-huh. I, I think that you and your family, who are also ghost believers... <laughs> Okay, and this is what ghost believers do is something happens and you guys spend the rest of your lives telling each other and retelling this story and it becomes the ghost story that you want it to be. No. And you say now there's no explanation where there's there's logical explanations to all of this stuff. Like, is there a chance you you live with ghost believers that spent your life with ghost believers? That kettle was like left a little too close to the edge of the countertop that it was on. You know, when you put the you know, when you put the kettle on a base, right? Yep. There's a little thing that goes up to the bottom of it. Yes. Let's say somebody didn't put that on properly and the kettle was actually on an angle. Okay. So that little thing underneath was offsetting the kettle. So it's tilted. Okay, so it's tilted. And then eventually when plastic hits plastic, um, who knows what happens? It could have been a very, very, very slow slide off the base that nobody noticed where it was just basic human error because it was put down too quickly. But then how does it slide across the rest it of didn't, the counter? It hit the, it hit the counter and rolled off. Mm-hmm. No. No, no, no. Okay, this is why. Okay, this is why. This is why you don't have conversations with ghost believers. What? Because you present them. You come in here and say, okay, there's no logical explanation except for the fact that my house is haunted. You are then presented with a very logical explanation as to what happened, and your reaction is. No, no, right. I have like 12 stories. Well, we ain't got that kind of time. We ain't got that kind of time. There needs to be a specific time where we sit down and I go through all my stories and I will convince you. I've said this to you before, Deepa. Okay, take it to the couch. (laughs) Okay, save it. Save Uh. it for group. Okay, these are stories for that environment, (laughs) not this environment. Oh, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Go Canada, go! What are we at? Uh, Four medals right now? Is that the deal? Yeah. One gold, two silver, one bronze. Uh, Jessica Kilmkate just scored bronze in judo (laughs) today. Flip them. 
Uh, Canadian divers uh, Jennifer Abel and Mil- Melissa Cretini Boulot. I hope I said that name right. It's probably wrong, so I apologize. Uh, picked up silver in the women's th- uh, three-meter synchronized springboard. And, of course, our girl Penny Alexiak, her team, with Maggie McNeil, Rebecca Smith, Kayla Sanchez, won silver in the 400-meter freestyle relay, which is it's crazy. easy. Uh, Damon Moore was able to connect with Penny Alexiak and Kayla Sanchez over the weekend after their win. Like uh, right after their win, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think they 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 dress into dry clothes. They were yet. still wet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Dan Moore with Penny Alexiak. Penny, how are, how are you? you? I'm great. Amazing. Congratulations. I was watching. So cool. The emotion when you guys got silver. What was it like in that moment when you realized you clinched that medal? I don't know. I was honestly just excited because like I was just really excited for these girls to have a medal and I really wanted it to be a silver (laughs) and it was the first medal for canada at these olympics that's so cool i know i think it's gonna set a good precedent for the rest of the canadian team for the rest of this olympics i hope and i don't know i'm just excited to see especially what we can do in the pool the rest of the week uh one of the things i'm curious about when it comes to watching these games is sometimes before they participate in the event they got headphones on yeah and they're listening to music yes sometimes they're bobbing their head sometimes it's just like stone cold look right and you wonder what they're listening to yes the other thing that i worry uh that i think about is in the moment that you realize you've won or you've placed and you got a medal Mm -hmm. they're all together celebrating and talking right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you can't read the lips quick enough to know exactly what it is they're saying right because i just want to know in that moment what are they saying to to each other? And Dan Mori asked Penny Alexiak that very same question. And when you guys hugged each other at the end, an emotional moment, you guys were all hugging as a team. Were you whispering anything to each other? Were you saying anything? What were you guys saying to each other? Uh, honestly, a lot of swearing, a lot of just like, uh-huh. F yeah, we did it, got it done, <laughs> silver medal, just a lot of like hype. Yeah, why yeah. not, right? Yeah. You just placed, you got another yeah. medal around your neck. Uh, Dan Mori also talked to uh, Penny's teammate, Kayla Sanchez about She's the win. Great too. Yeah, amazing. What up, Maury? <laughs> Kyla, oh my God. How you doing? I am good. Okay, this is exciting stuff. Nice. You, like the team, Silver. <laughs> How does it feel? Has it sunk in yet? What do you? What's going on? No, I've actually been walking around for the past hour just trying to convince myself. I told Penny, hey, you need to remind me every 30 minutes so it can really sink in so I can get a really good sleep tonight. <laughs> now, where is your medal going before you head home? Like, do you shove it in the luggage or what do you do? See, I got to ask around. Also, Penny will probably be a good person to ask. I know that she had to sleep with it for the first couple nights. But, uh, yeah, I'll probably keep it somewhere close to me. That's ah, so good. Because you're worried about that kind of stuff, Yeah, right? I know. Like, you leave it at, like, if you're staying, let's say if you're one of the teams where uh, you're, st- I don't know if they're allowed, you stay in a hotel, Yeah. you lock it up in the safe, right? Or if in safe. Olympic Village, never if they safes. have a place where you can take your passport, your medals, whatever, and lock it up somewhere. Don't they have a guy to look after this stuff for them? Or do they have somebody? I don't and know. And then they just ship it out to you did. afterwards. It's too much responsibility. Um, and the other weird thing, I don't know, I know you didn't watch too many of the games over the weekend, but, uh, only seeing like media there covering the event, 
was quite weird. Yeah, no fans, no roaring. And not the yeah. fans to cheer on the home country, right? Yeah. And then you see these athletes celebrating their victory, but you don't hear the cheer of the home crowd right. uh, there at all. Is it weird not having fans in the crowd? You know what? I think uh, a lot of us have our blinders on once we walk out. Just dive in, do what we got to do. And then kind of after, especially in a relay, I had three more girls go ahead of me, kind of look up at the stands like, oh, it is empty. So, I don't know, something about the lights just, it it makes up for the no fans, but I think about everyone at home, and every time I look at that Canadian flag, I just think of everybody. Super good feeling. So, go Canada, go. Uh, As we continue with our medal run, that, by the way, was uh, Penny Alexiak and um, Kyla Sanchez, who picked up silver in the 400-meter freestyle relay over the weekend. Go Canada, go! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How you doing? Let me get you to this here. Give me one second. I saw a crazy stat. Hold on. Let me find it. Oh, yeah. We always get a ton of reaction when we talk about how often you wash certain things in your house. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. What? Like the toilet or something? No, no, no. Uh, Pillowcases. Oh. How often do you wash your pillowcases? Um, the pillowcases get washed when the sheets get washed. So like every other week, every other week. Yeah. That's what they say. You're supposed to wash your pillowcases, uh, every week or at least every two weeks. Maureen, what are you going to say? When I lived alone once a month, once a month. Yeah. When I, when I was solo. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Once a month. I went, uh, I went for a while when I didn't have anybody in my life where it was, easier i used to do the same thing with with t-shirts and stuff it was easier to to just walk over to the dollar store and buy a new set oh really yeah because i didn't have like i lived for a while i lived in a place where like i didn't have laundry in my thing uh-huh. right and i hated going down to the laundry room because oh people yes. would just like mess with your clothes and stuff if yeah, you want, like, yeah right yeah. on point taking it out of the dryer and they'd like throw it in like the what they thought was your basket but it wasn't actually your basket or they leave yeah. it on top of the machine they leave it on top of the machine I wet know. sometimes yeah. right wet they don't even stick it in an empty dryer for you they just leave it on top wet well, so it was easier for me to just go buy new oh. pillowcases and throw the old ones out I but just, i would go at least a month and a half a month and a half. Yeah. No, but there least. were times like, so same thing. When I was living in an apartment, when I lived in yeah. Calgary and yeah. when I lived in Kitchener, Ontario, yeah, uh, the buildings that I had lived in, they only had like one washer, one dryer for right. the entire place. When right. I lived alone, my grandmother would have to come over to my place to pick me up, bring me to her place. We did the laundry there. Yeah. So I would have to wait because the couple of times where I washed my clothes there, the same thing. Yeah. Somebody would, maybe you didn't make it down to the dryer in time or you yeah. didn't make it down to the washing machine in right. time. And then you go down there and your clothes are sitting on top of the unit the or worst. in somebody else's basket. Ah, it's the worst. Or so stolen to wait. altogether. Oh, yeah. I've never had anyone steal. Oh, yeah. So but, I would uh, just take all my clothes to uh, a laundromat and it would, so my clothes would get washed like maybe every month and a bit. So, yeah. So 35% of people say that they wash them at least once a week. Um, 2% of people though, that they talk to 2%, yeah. uh-huh. I know it sounds like a small number, but it's going to sound like a huge number. 2% of people say that they've never washed their pillowcases. That is so gross. I, never, I wouldn't unless somebody never. told me to, like, I don't do something. I don't clean something unless I'm told to clean it. Oh, that <laughs> is, but just common sense. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you wash your sheets, wash your pillowcases. Too. I'm assuming, I'm assuming with this, that That's sheets so are gross. also included in this. I can't see somebody washing their sheets and not their pillowcases. Well, the sheets get dirtier before the pillowcases do. You think so? No, I say pillowcases first. 
Okay, so yeah. on the yes, okay, so on the sheets, well, it depends on it. So let's say you're let's say you're a nude sleeper, right? Yeah. On the sheets. So you got like like your body oil like, like and butt, sweat and butt and feet and yeah. all that other stuff rubbing all around there. Yeah. Maybe the it's front, a hot August night, uh-huh. the front part, right? But your head gets a little I moist. Find your head is drool and yeah, like oily. oily and product yeah. and makeup Ugh. and but you don't see the sweat. Doesn't see matter. The sweat on As what? you sit there on the pillow in your case, ears, you don't bro. see it. Ugh, just because you don't <laughs> see something more, it doesn't mean it's not there. I know. Ask your husband. Bras <laughs> 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 and mochas fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is, my question is, got a problem you can't fix? Bras and mocha got you. Yo, what's going on, Branson? How are you? Oh, I'm great. And you? Good, man. Um, how old are you? I'm 24. 24 years old. Okay, so why are you reaching out to the Raz and Mocha show? How do I stop having resting smile face? That's my issue. Okay, so you wrote us this. Uh, Raz and Mocha fix my life. Uh, people don't take me seriously because, yeah, you got resting smile face. You just naturally smile. It's not particularly helpful when you want to be taken seriously. For example, you are a kickboxer who fights. And when you're waiting in line for the weigh-ins or to see the doctor, you have to focus on not smiling or else your opponent <laughs> might think he can walk all over you. Also, uh, whether it's uh, doing my job or applying for a job, which you're doing right now, and being on video while being interviewed, I may not come off as professional. Silly question, Never but Branson, resting smile. Face yeah, ha- have you tried practicing, like in the mirror, not smiling? Yeah, I practice it, but I, it kind of works. But then when I go into the real world. I think I'm not smiling, but I still am. It's like I don't have that awareness of how I look compared to how I feel I look. So I is it a big smile or is it like a medium smile? Is it more of a smirk? It's. I guess I would say like it's like a medium smile. That's, that's all the time. Does your face get sore at all? No. No, huh? I couldn't do that. I just smile. I just tried it now while you were talking, and I had and I and I had to let it, I had to let it go because my my cheeks started to get tired. Um, but isn't there like isn't I don't, there? Man, I don't see a problem with it. Like I smile all the time, and I love smiling. Yeah, Branson. Like this, I'm 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 like you. I'm smiling all the time. I could be driving home after work, and for no reason whatsoever, I'm smiling because I'm just happy. Like. Are, have you heard comments? Like, have people said to you, like, bro, why are you smiling so much? Yeah, like, my, oh. my teachers in undergrad, they're like, why, why are you smiling? I'm like, I'm not. And they're like, well, what's, like, well, what's funny? I'm like, no, nothing's funny. Because like, awesome. in school, it's not, it looks mischievous, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They think that you're messing with them. Yeah. I mean... I don't really want to try and get the smile out of somebody, you know? I, I think that you're a rare individual who, and maybe it is sub, subconscious, maybe it is that you have this sort of kindness inside you that is going to make its way out regardless of what the surroundings are, what your situation is, or what your stress level is, that you just have this thing that your body just smiles, and maybe that's just life and the way you live it. And the idea that we need to try and come up with a way for you to not do that um, so the world is more comfortable with somebody who smiles. I think that that's the problem. I think that we need to encourage more people like you to just do that. That the fact that you smile and you're saying it, it makes people uncomfortable is a really like it's a terrible indictment on others and that teachers will even look at you and be suspicious or think that you're being mischievous or whatever it is like the fact that you can't just sit and be a guy who smiles now i think that you may have chosen the worst 
profession as a kickboxer uh, to have a perma smile on your face because <laughs> you know at, at some point somebody's going to you know want to knock that thing right off uh -huh. there, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that may be a problem. You may need to tone down on the kickboxing. Have you have you heard from like opponents or like uh, oh, you know people that you train with? Yes. So one time I was waiting in line to register for the fight, and my opponent is in front of me, and he he tells me, you know, could he help me register? Like that's that's the thing. Like my opponent is asking me for help to register for the fight while you, we're in line. Because you look like, friendly. He should, he should be intimidated. Why is he approaching yeah. you before the fight? Well, because you're standing there smiling like a nice guy. <laughs> you look like you look like a helper, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, bro. Of course I'll help you out, man. <laughs> click this box. Click this box. Sign your name. Yeah. Is it a medical thing? Like, a, do you have a nerve thing in your face? Maybe that uh, that's just the way that your face naturally goes. Um, I, I'm not sure. Maybe it's because I don't want to look like. Like I'm sour faced. I, I guess I want to please people. Like yeah, yeah. I think you're just. A, I think you're just a kind dude. To yeah. be honest with you, I really do. Because Mocha smiles more than anybody I've ever met in my life. And Mocha is a, just a kind dude. And I think that you may just be a kind dude who also likes kickboxing. Uh, and like me, I enjoy yeah, exactly, exactly. Yo, what happened with that fight? The, like, did you win that one? You yeah, beat him up, yeah. Oh, did you really? <laughs> See? Big smile on your All face. All right, bro. Then, then I, I think you're, I think you're just fine. I don't think we're, I don't think we're at a place where um, we need to exhaust a lot of uh, collective. Uh, energy trying to help you with your smiling problem. I think that that is something that others have to adapt to. I don't think you have to adapt to them. Okay. I think you're just a good dude. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Branson. Keep smiling away, brother. Okay. All right, Bye. homie. You Later, take dude. care. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Uh, Lizzo's back on social media. Oh, yeah? Talking about COVID okay. still because it's crazy down there, right? Yeah. Talk where about is she in L.A.? Um, I, don't, I don't know where she's from. I don't know where she's from. She, L.A.? Yeah. Because I think originally, wasn't she from New Jersey or something like that? Yeah. I'm not 100% like, sure. The cases in California Bro, are insane. Yeah, it's not good. Um, but Liz, it's so interesting to hear somebody go back because we've had such a run with COVID that you forget. Like, do you remember at the beginning of COVID when, like, cities in Canada we're telling people to stay a hockey stick length away from each other. Oh, like they yeah. had to tell people what you have to give a visual two meters was, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like we didn't know, right? We didn't yeah. know they had to put it into like hockey stick and we we're like, Oh, okay, cool. Hockey stick. Uh, but that's where they are in some parts of the U S right now. They're back to, uh, they're back to six feet. And this is exactly what Lizzo's asking for. This is a public service announcement. I'm just putting this out here right now. I don't care who you are. You could be the nicest person. You could be vaccinated. You could be quadruple vaccinated. If you see me, please give me six feet. This is coming back. COVID and people being real sloppy. I'm not trying to be rude, but it will be Lysol. Because it's not you. It's me. Don't think I, she a celebrity. She thinks she all that. It's not that, boo-boo. You know what I think I am? Healthy. You know what I think I am? COVID free. You know what I think I am? Full of vitamin D and vitamin C. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> coming through with the yeah. truth. I love her. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So yesterday, Lizzo was calling out her fans who were getting a little too close. I love Lizzo on her social. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. 
And she wanted all her fans to stay six feet away because coronavirus is like still a thing and she's nervous and she's just trying to stay healthy. And then today Lizzo is on social media dispelling rumors, fake stories, fake news. Oh. And I had never heard this, but I guess when it's about you, I can't imagine the amount of times that Lizzo has heard this particular rumor about herself. (laughs) But this is Lizzo shooting down the rumor that persistently haunts her. So I've seen a lot of annoying things about me on the internet, but the thing that bothers me the most is this rumor that I stage dived at a concert and killed somebody. What? Like that rumor, it's a fly, first of all. I've never stage dived in my life. And how, like, kill somebody? Y'all really gonna put that on my name? Like, I know I'm big, but I'm not that Big. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> She's hilarious, though. Oh, my God. Why are you going to do that to Lizzo? I know. And I, and this is the, the whole Man. thing, though, too, is that the, the philosophy is, you know, for a lot of people is just pay no attention to it and uh-huh. just ignore it and don't address it. And but something like if, this. If, like, if trolls you... are trolls, the, the, de- the design of the troll, they don't even care what they're saying. The, 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 the troll gets a win when they get a reaction out of you. So just don't say anything but then every now and then you see one of those stories where you're like god if that wasn't true like you would be screaming it from the top of a building and this is obviously one of those things this one hurt no i did not stage dive and kill somebody so i've seen a lot of annoying things about me on the internet but the thing that bothers me the most is this rumor that i stage dived at a concert and killed somebody (laughs) like that Oh, rumor man. it's a fly first of all i've never stage dived in my life and b- how like kill somebody y'all really gonna put that on my b- name like i know i'm big but b- i'm not that b- big the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast how are you man oh you know i'm so good uh getting closer to that long weekend baby is it a long weekend this weekend yeah no yeah it is no is it? Yes. What day's the holiday? Monday. On Monday. No. For real? I am in such a void, man. Yeah. Did what did you just say? Is it one somebody's day? Victoria. No, hold on, no, 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 no. What did you say first? Victoria Day. Victoria Day. That's me too, for bro. So what's this one? That. that thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what is this one? What's the date even? I don't even know what the date is. It's a civic. It's right? a civic holiday. What is August? Yeah, but so what does civic August, holiday yeah. mean? I don't know, bro. Go look it up. Google. Yeah. Listen, man, not knowing what it is is my thing right now more. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you coming here also not knowing things. Okay. Somebody on the show has to look like they know what they're doing. <laughs> All I know okay? is that we're going into a long weekend. Monday's a holiday. That's it's incredible. a civic. That's incredible. Civic I told day. my dad I want burgers. I'm going to his place. I said, I want your famous burgers. What do you, well, it's very, said, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of pressure when you call somebody up and say, I want your famous something. Mm-hmm. Especially and if it's man. just, like, what makes it famous? Oh, he kneads it with his hand and he puts <laughs> garlic. <in. laughs> okay, hold on. Wait a second now. Your dad's famous burger technique is forming the patties with his hands? No. Yeah. No. And then he shoves garlic and cheese in the middle? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> so okay, so famous. So how many people have been yeah. like, "Yo, Frank, these burgers are amazing." Anybody who has the opportunity to eat. When you, like say, he shove, when you say he shoves garlic in the middle, yeah. like how much garlic are, are we talking, talking wait, about? Like he minces Mince, garlic. Mince or cloves? Like, Mince, like cloves. he minces Mince. the garlic and then he shoves the the mush into the middle but of like, the patty. He's just like a ball of garlic right in the middle, like a surprise? Like he doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> like integrate garlic, it in with the rest so of the, the time, meat? by the time you get to the middle of the burger, all you taste is garlic? But I assume that when once you put the garlic in the middle and then you sort of knead it with your hand, it sort of mixes the garlic through the meat. Oh, you mean so he puts the garlic, he, the minced garlic in the meat, and then he mixes the each meat? One, each patty no, separate no, gets no, 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 he doesn't. Garlic. No, no, because no. he said, originally more, you said... He does the patty, and yeah. then he takes the garlic and shoves it into the yes. middle. And then he reforms the patty and Thank makes it you. flat. The garlic yes. will still be in the middle of the burger. <laughs> oh. Right? With yeah. the cheese. That's With, all you, Frank. Right, yeah. Bruh. I know you got a bad heart and, <laughs> and I know, And I know right now, my problem is, my, uh, his problem is this, is that I know right now Frank completely is disputing everything that Maury's saying uh -huh. and is yelling at his radio right now yeah. because Maury's talking like his dad is the burger ruiner. Like some supervillain runs around with I've a mask, helped him do it. squishing yeah. garlic into the middle of everything he sees. It's like the hamburger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's what you want this weekend. Yes, your dad for burgers this weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. What did he oh, say? No. No, he said bring the meat, and I'll do it. Bring the meat. Yeah. He said you bring the meat. <laughs> you've been like, you've been like, Dad, I've been bringing the meat forever. <laughs> I got, I got to bring the meat T-shirt. I got to bring the meat hats. I got to bring the meat undies. He shows up. Bring the meat towels. He shows up. He's like, Yo, meat's here. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There's a woman on TikTok. Actually, I'm glad Shem is here. Do you have a... Uh... Oh, those are palm trees on your shirt. I thought those were pineapples. No, but I do have a few shirts that have pineapples on them. Do you? And swim trunks, too. Glad you... Swim trunks as well? Yeah. Glad you said that. Like a baby onesie? You wear them together? I didn't say onesie. Come on now. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, a woman on TikTok bought a bikini that had pineapples on them. Yeah. And then, just to be cute, because her and her husband were going away mm -hmm. on vacation... She bought swim trunks that have pineapples on them as well. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, goes with the theme, matchy-matchy, right? And they go on vacation. And this is according to her. I don't know if this is, like, an official real thing, right? Uh, but this is according to her. By, by official found, real thing, you mean the truth? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apparently, when you have pineapples on, like, your swimsuit, it means that you're a swinger who's looking to hook up. Come on now. Excuse me. Hey. You know. Did you know this show? I mean, this applies to shirts, pants, and any other clothing with I pineapple designs, especially if you're on vacation or apparently as well, if you're on a cruise, it I've means that it's a signal that you're into swinging. Uh, her video, by the way, 2.4 million views on TikTok. There's been, historically, there's been so many of these. Like when if you're at the you grocery do, store thing? If you do this, you're down for that. that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the grocery store thing is what, Maureen? If you're cruising at a grocery store, right, then you just have to put a, like spaghetti on the top of your grocery cart. Yes. And only that. And only that. And just walk around. And that's like a signal like, hey, I'm, I'm looking to hook up. Right. There used to be, yeah. yeah. What if you just really, really want spaghetti? But, yeah, but then why then would put you... put something else in your cart. Yeah, why would you have a whole cart for just spaghetti? So so that's the one, that's the, yes. the spaghetti in the cart is another one. I remember growing up where uh, if my parents ever drove by a house that had like a red light bulb on the outside of it, my dad used to say that they're uh, welcoming guests right <laughs> that uh that anybody anybody with a red oh, light bulb really? on their porch meant that uh they'll entertain 
that was there was that rumor. And then there's just uh, just in the suburbs here. Um, I don't remember what the place is called. Maybe Brooklyn, just out in the suburbs. Um, if you have a, I think it's like a nautical star, maybe uh-huh. decoration on your on your house. That's supposed to be. That a you're, signal for swinging. A single, a signal for swinging, and it's famous. Like you, like there's stories written about, like this one oh. little pocket of the suburbs where if you have, I think it's a nautical star. I could be, it could well, yeah, be because you're maybe, you're fishing maybe, for maybe, love. Maybe it's an anchor. Maybe it's something else. I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, but I think that it's the nautical star. But there's there's always been these weird things that are supposed to be signals that you're down for that. So pineapples on a bathing suit is the new thing. Yeah, according to this woman, interesting. Who said that when her and her husband were on vacation? So did they get approached? uh, She just said that people were treating them a lot nicer than you would normally treat somebody. I guess. Okay. Just being a little extra friendly, extra smiley with them. But then somebody needs to tell, like you know, all these swim trunk companies not to put pineapples on their swim trunks. Well, this is kind of concerning because, like. My wife had bought these really nice swim trunks for me that have bathing, uh, that have um, pineapples on them, right? They're from Old Navy, oh, but they also sold me. like little kid versions. So she thought it'd be a cute idea for myself and our four-year-old <laughs> to have matching <laughs> swim trunks. They're orange and they have pineapples on them that we wear all the time. Here's a blog post from July 6, 2005. Uh, Brooklyn, Ontario and the star symbol mean anything to you? At first, I thought it was some kind of joke. But now I've heard this from three completely unrelated residents in Brooklyn within recent months. The more I look around, the more I'm beginning to think that there is some truth to this, especially when so many people, quote, are in the know. Hmm. And then somebody replied, is the star symbol for swingers in Brooklyn? And it's a whole giant threat. People have been discussing this for years, what it means to put this, that uh, the nautical star on the outside of your house wow. and whether you are a couple who is down for that. So See, nautical star. Nautical star. Uh, red lights. Right. And spaghetti. pineapples. And, and spaghetti. pineapples. And, and, and pineapples. And don't you remember when you were younger? When I was younger, I remember when boys started getting their ears pierced. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had, if because you, you only ever got one. I, yeah. I, I got two, right? But if you only ever got one, if you got, if you were a boy and you got your ear pierced in the left ear, that, Which meant, I did. You, that meant you were straight. Yep. If you got your ear pierced in the right ear, that meant you were gay. I had heard that as well. Right? Yeah. That was a thing. Yeah. That Absolutely. was a thing. And isn't it something if you have a hanger on the door, it means don't come in? You have a hanger on the if door. If you have a hanger, like if you have a roommate and you have a hanger on your bedroom door, it means don't come in. I thought it was a sock. I thought no. it was a sock. Oh, yeah. okay. For oh my, yeah. oh, when I grew up on a roommate, it was a honestly, hanger. It doesn't surprise us that you don't know. More. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Poor Matt Damon, man. Anytime Ben Affleck does something, yeah, like monumental in his life. Like break up with his wife or goes to rehab, uh, hooks back up with Jennifer Lopez. Every single time Ben Affleck does something in his life, Matt Damon has something to promote. <laughs> so every single time. Oh, right. He's got a movie yeah, coming out, right? Every single time Ben Affleck does some sort of big life change, Matt Damon is out there promoting something and then just constantly gets asked about it. Yeah. And so best friends. this is the this is the latest. Uh, Matt was uh, doing an interview on uh, on Sirius XM and promoting his new movie. What's it called? Stillwater? Is that the name yeah. of the movie? It looks great. Uh, promoting Stillwater. And of course, he gets asked about 
Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez again. You're very happy for Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. I know you love getting asked about that. Right. Right. But how else would I be? Like, would I be unhappy? <laughs> you should. Like, I think. Like, I hate true that love. That would be the headline. It sucks. That would be the headline. Yeah. Yeah. I wish yeah, nothing but, you know, hardship. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what's going to happen now that he said this, right? Yeah. Uh, this will get brought up when Ben and Jen break up down the road. I just feel bad for the guy, man. Every, he's every time tied. he's got every time he's got something to promote and the, and did you notice that the trailer dropped for that new Ridley Scott movie where it's Matt Damon and Ben Affleck in it? No, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, called The Last Duel, I think it is, right? How is it? Is it look the good? The trailer looks dope, man. Yeah? It's, I mean, it's a Ridley Scott. I think it's really, can you check it? It's Ridley Scott, right? I'd be terrible if it wasn't. Um, but yeah, it's Ridley Scott and it's Matt Damon sword fighting what? Um, uh, Kylo Ren. What's that guy's name? Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah. They sword fight. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. What's that? It's Ridley Scott. Ridley yeah. Scott? You haven't okay. seen the trailer for this yet? Mm-mm. Bro, it looks like Gladiator. Like it has that same sort of look where I guess there's some sort of princess and then she's in love with one guy. Maybe she had an affair. Maybe she didn't. Somebody lied about the affair. Maybe oh, it wasn't dang. true. And anyway, they say that they these two guys have to fight to the death because that's the only way. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck? Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Fighting have over to, J-Lo. Have to, yeah. No, not J-Lo. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Matt Damon and Adam Driver. Matt Damon and Kylo Ren have to fight to the death. Oh. Uh, from what I've seen in the trailer, ben, ben, Affleck. ben Affleck just sits there with a really bad haircut. And I, be- oh. I believe he's blonde in the movie. Oh. Yeah, which is odd to see. Um, but yeah, so they have. fighting over him. So they have that coming out. So then they're going to be promoting that oh, movie together. No. Together. They're so going to be Matt promoting better, that movie. like, tell Ben. Bro. Like, you got to keep this relationship going. Because yeah. if you guys break up. You're going to you know, ruin this everything. Is, this is all that people are going to ask. The two yeah. of us. Yes. Because there may be some press junkets that they do yes. where they are they're doing it together and don't you remember that don't you uh, remember that meme like the last time when ben affleck was going through hardship and he was promoting justice league or whatever it was and in there's that clip of him where they just play sound of silence oh. by simon and guy simon <laughs> garfunkel right oh, man he's got a lot on his mind he's got a lot going on the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Hi there, you got the Raza Mocha Show. What's your name? My name's Oslin, and I'm 10 years old, and I'm turning 11. Oh, nice. Well, happy early birthday. What's going on? Oh, yeah, good. i just like to tell you guys that, like, you guys are the best. I listen to you guys every day. Well, thank you. Yeah. What do you like about the show? Like, you guys are always, like, joking around and stuff. Cool. Cool. Uh, how's your summer going so far? Oh, uh, boring. No, uh, really? really? What yeah. have you been up to? Well, not much. Just reading books and stuff. What are you reading? Oh, I'm I'm reading like Harry Potter and stuff. Oh, you're oh ca- yeah. yeah, you're doing. Have you already done Harry Potter? Or are you just starting Harry Potter for the first time? No, this is my second time. Yeah. Oh, second time around. Yeah, okay. Usually, usually that's the crazy thing about ten year olds. By by ten, they're on their second round of Harry Potter. So, which uh, which book are you on right now? I started it like last week. I'm on like um the uh the Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Roxy reads these uh, mysteries. She got a Kobo. Is that what the thing's called? Yeah. That little tablet with the books on it? Uh-huh. She got one of those Kobos. And like every book she reads, the, the synopsis is like, 
Four teenagers went into a detention and only three came out. Oh. Like everything, everything is murder mystery. Like everything is about like four kids do something, they go somewhere, and only three return. Yeah. Right? That's the whole thing. And then they gotta figure out what happened oh, to the friend. You gotta figure out what happened to the friend. Uh, hey, have you watched um Home Before Dark yet? No, not yet. No? Are you gonna watch it? Uh maybe. Yeah. yeah. Home Before Dark's a really cool is show. It it's That's a really on, cool uh, show for kids. Apple, right? Yeah, yeah and, and in and around your age, because my kid's eleven, but in around that age yeah it's about a um uh, a kid journalist ba yeah. uh, basically she's around your age and uh stuff happens in this small town that they that they move to and her old man her dad is uh was a reporter back in new york and then they moved to this small town and so he helps her out with all this stuff but it's like her and two of her friends trying to solve this big mystery okay. this big mystery that went on in this in this town Did they draw, it's really I think cool season two is out yes, now right? yeah season two is out yeah, right yeah, now yeah. too yeah but it's a great show you'd love that show Okay, thank you. Yeah, I just you, wanted you guys to wish me, like, um, happy birthday. That's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. So none of this talking stuff? Like, you didn't want to have any of this? You didn't want to chat? <laughs> no. You didn't, you didn't want, like, you didn't want our recommendations and stuff? It's like, yo, I got to get no, back to my book. I, yeah. I did want to talk to you guys. Uh, okay, okay. okay. Well, we, happy, we, under, we understand. Happy early 11th birthday. Uh, thank you for spending your summer and your days with the Ronza Mocha Show. We appreciate it. Thank you. You got it. Maury. Um, may I tell her a joke? Yes. Okay, what goes up but never comes down? Um, I I don't know. Your, Your age. age. Yeah, you got uh, it. You no, got it, kid. No. You got yeah, it. You got, got it. I've heard that joke over like a hundred times. I know, I know, I know. I know but I when know. you have one good joke, stick with it. Yeah. Are you guys going to ask me the question? Uh, yeah. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Mocha. Oh. Yeah. That easy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen, kid, uh, have a wonderful summer. Have a fantastic birthday, and we appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. It seems like forever ago that we all watched Love is Blind on Netflix, where relationships were formed without any of the guys or girls involved being able to see each other. They were separated by this glowing wall while sitting in individual rooms. Now, marriage proposals were made and accepted, and the couples were eventually able to see each other. Some relationships lasted, and some didn't. Lauren and Cameron, one of the power couples on the show, they got a book out right now called Leap of Faith. <laughs> yes, Lauren and Cameron, my favorite couple from Love is Blind. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you guys? Hey. We're great. I love that energy. Yes. Um, do you got you guys get that a lot though? Do you feel or, or do you hear from other people that you are actually their favorite couple from the show? Uh, you know, we hear it a time or two. Doesn't mean we don't still love to hear it. Yeah, I was gonna say we can hear it as many times as as you want like. any of these shows whether it be the bachelor or too hot to handle or love is blind um the success rates are just not there and we watch the show because it's dramatic and we like to see people fall in love we also like to see hearts break um being a success story from love is blind which was such a new thing for everybody like even watching the show we it was just so new we didn't know even what to expect um how mm -hmm. do you how do you guys feel and what do you attribute your success to coming out of something that was so freaky and yet being able to build something so genuine. I think the success folded into how we approached it. I mean, we went into it not expecting to come out of it married, but keeping an open mind and really taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, for me, it was started out as a fun two-week adventure, or so I thought it would be. And then when I met Lauren, I realized, oh, man, I really need to focus in here. <laughs> and 
and really lock it down. <laughs> and it, it didn't take me too long at all to realize that. Yeah, and I would just say for me, it was really just focusing on being myself, you know, going into this, we can say, odd situation where, you know, we're being taped and falling in love on camera. Like, it was just really important for me to be myself and not go on there trying to be a character or being someone else because that's the key to having a long-lasting love is that the person loves you for you. So that was important to me. And, and that's part of the, the incredible story, like your, your love story, is what we saw on Netflix with Love is Blind, all of that was filmed like a year or year and a half before you were able to actually then publicly come out and start being able to talk about this. And I know, uh, have you guys hit the three-year mark or you just celebrated the three-year mark of your relationship? We're almost there. So November of this year mm -hmm. will be three years. Yep. That is, yeah. that's incredible. Have you, you guys like must look back on that journey and just think that, oh my God, it was like two weeks in that experience that now led to three years of marriage. Yes. All the time. <laughs> Every time I wake up and just like I have those pinch me moments like, wow, this this really happens. Like, yeah. um, you know, so it's it's really unbelievable. And we're just we're blessed and grateful for the experience. Yeah. It was life changing, clearly. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. And you guys, the, 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 inter what, the interesting part about your sort of journey through all of this was um, you didn't expect it to get so real so fast. And the, the scenes with you, Lauren, and your dad, um, when you had the conversation uh, about Cameron and Cameron being white, um, didn't expect that mm -hmm. to play out on a show like Love is Blind. And it became very real, very fast. Uh, what's that relationship like now, Cameron? How you get along with your father-in-law? Well, I love my father-in-law. And he's just a really great man. You know, he obviously did a great job raising Lauren. Aww. And it's it's wonderful to be able to spend time with him. And uh, the two of you now have a book, Leap of Faith. Tell us about that. And if, uh, you know, I guess the, the, the real inspiration uh, behind this and, and how long it took for, for you to, to develop this project. Absolutely. Well, we're super excited about Leap of Faith. You know, we got a lot of questions just about our journey once Love is Blind came out and just our journey to love and our experiences in love and what led us up to going on this crazy experiment of a show and changing our lives. And, you know, Leap of Faith is just more of us sharing our story, the tips and tricks that we learned along the way in love, the lessons that we learned that really just helps us to prepare to not only be better people, but prepare ourselves to be loved and loved properly. When you guys were out of the, out of the bubble and you realize that, you, you know, now it's real. Um, what was yeah. the first conversation that you guys had without microphones on? Wow. That's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Were I you, mean, where you knew, just... where you knew that nobody was going to be listening to you and you, and you knew that you didn't have to pull right. any punches with what you wanted to say. Yeah. And, and we tried not to pull any, Anyways, of course, we had a little bit of time every day to talk I feel like on mic. Made out. I feel like that. yeah. Well, oh, that's what it was. Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Was it like yeah. microphones off, clothes off, yeah. ASAP? Yes, I know. Hey, Cam yeah. hey Cameron, did did Laura did 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 Lauren kiss differently when the cameras were off? 
Yes. Yes. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're excited about this. Uh, Cameron and Lauren from uh, from Love is Blind, uh, thank you so much for joining us on the Raz and Mocha Show. Leave of Fate is out now. And then uh, also, After the Altar, hitting Netflix on Wednesday. Yep. What can you, like, are you allowed yes. to say anything about this? This is the big reunion show where they we kind of, like, get to, to revisit and look back at everything that happened on your season and then see where all the couples are, are at right now. Right. Well, I think one one thing is, of course, when you put the whole cast back together, I mean, there's still a lot of unresolved feelings, a lot of things that were left unsaid. So at the party, a lot of that comes to a head. Mm-hmm. For Lauren and I, I think it gives it's going to give the audience a chance to really see deeper into our lives, especially our family, how we've all come together. So I'm really excited about that part of things. Are you guys the only couple that made it out of that show? There, no, well, Amber and Matt, or the Barnetts, I should say, they, they're also going. They're still you going. Know, they're huh? married, too. Well, just for the record, <laughs> yeah. not because you're on the phone with us right now, but Cameron and Lauren from <laughs> Love is Blind, y'all are my favorite couple from that season. <laughs> oh, yay! Thank you. <laughs> and thank you guys for joining us on the Raza Mocha Show. Woohoo! Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. are a lot of fun. Thank you for having us. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. How was LeVar Burton on Jeopardy last night? Oh, I was not impressed. What? I was really, really excited. I had my snacks laid out. He was really, really... Uh, maybe he was super nervous. Yeah. But he had no looseness or personality, and it was... But I was really that's upset. That's sort of LeVar Burton, though, right? Like, like, I was comparing him. I wish he was first because then I would nothing. I would have nothing to compare it to. Right. But now I've seen Sanjay Gupta. I've seen Anderson Cooper. I've seen so many people who have had amazing personality and joked right. around. And I'm like, this guy was really stiff. Yeah. Because hmm. the, the reception, of course, because LeVar Burton wound up. I mean, I'm sh- maybe he would. They would have made their way to him anyway. But there was a huge uh, petition to get Lavar Burton on the show because so many f- people felt out of the gate that uh, he would do a dynamite job. And even before he stepped onto the stage, people were saying that he should be the permanent replacement for uh, the late Alex Trebek. But this is a little bit of uh, Lavar from last night. That's right. And now here is the guest host of Jeopardy, Lavar Burton. Thank you, Johnny. As a longtime viewer of the show, I am thrilled to have the opportunity to guest host Jeopardy. And I'm proud to be here to honor Alex's legacy. And I'm going to do my best to ensure that these talented Jeopardy contestants enjoy their moment here as well. Welcome, Matt, Patrick, and Kathleen. Are you ready? Yeah. Like, mm. it sounds all right so far during yeah. his intro. Yeah. He sounded pretty good. You gotta like, hear the, I got to hear questions, though. Oh, I got to hear okay. how he handles the game. Uh, TV workplaces for eight. The FBI Behavioral Analysis Unit on this show took its last case on CBS in 2020. CSI. What is Matt, CSI? What's Criminal Minds? That's, That's right. correct. Oh, Wild Things damn. Eight. A Daily Double. Matt, how much would you like to wager? 4200 please. Making it a true Daily Double. Hmm. Here is your clue. The North Island Brown is a variety of this flightless bird. What's uh, kiwi? That's right. 
We got to get him some water. He's got a lot of mouth noise going on. <laughs> I understand that you get nervous. It's a big stage. It's a big show, but they got to help that guy out with but let that. Let me say something. They tape so many in one day. So could tonight be different or is it the same nerves because he taped it an hour later? Yeah, no, it might be. It might be different. It might be different. But the reaction on social has been incredible for LeVar Burton. People love it. Oh, yeah. They loved him last night. Oh, let me hear a little bit more. TV workplaces for six, please. Vaught International employs this show's ethically challenged superheroes. Patrick? The boys. What is the super... The super what? Time? Matt? What's the boys? Yes. Yeah, But you didn't say That's what's a good the... show. Uh-huh. Ah, damn, you're right. <laughs> you lost, you lost. I don't know, to me, he doesn't sound... He, he sounds, sounds fine. Bad. He sounds fine. But you can't tell the charisma, though, because Alex also had a way of looking at people, right? Sure. Like he had a way of, even though he wasn't very mobile, he had a way of moving a certain way when he asked the questions. And yeah. there was like his, just, he was so but expressive. Again, compare it to somebody like Anderson Cooper, who just yeah, seemed really tough. loose and really, yeah. like he, I don't know, he just seemed more comfortable. Yeah. Okay. So uh, from a lot of people on social, it's a big thumbs up for LeVar Burton on Jeopardy last night. Damn it, Maury. Big thumbs down. Thumbs down. Wow. Shem? Shem? I will say this. Uh, Sanjay Gupta and Anderson Cooper have more recent TV time than LeVar Burton, then, right? But that's fine. Wow. Then, that, I mean, then that's a, why I give it to them. He's not a football player, right? You know what I mean? This is what the man does for a living. Sure. He does this for a living. What he did for a living. He's st- a long yeah. time he still, ago. He still hosts a podcast. Like, he's not a, like, yeah. he's in front of the mic. He's on Star Trek. Right, oh, he's no. used to being on a stage. Sure, but a long time know, ago, right? He's had to find to me. Yeah, like I didn't expect anything more. No, from him. It's I'm also Jeopardy, guys. Yeah. It's not, Listen, man, I'm not arguing no, either way. Not a, no, no, we're 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 helping the people <laughs> pick the new host. Oh, we're helping. This so guy did not get my vote. I know we're helping. We're helping. <laughs> yeah. Our vote matters. Also, also, it's Jeopardy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Illusionarium finally opens tomorrow. It's happening at the uh, the old Toronto Star building at 1 Young Street. Yeah, this is like Magic's greatest hits. They go through all of Houdini's old, uh, like his straight jacket, his handcuffs. They bring on the journey through the bullet catch, what? which is, you know, the bullet catch. That's apparently, that's like the most dangerous magic trick of all time. I watched The Prestige the other night, oh, and they did classic. the whole thing with the bullet catch. That's when Christian Bale, spoiler alert, got two fingers shot off by Hugh Jackman. Yeah, spoiler right? alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but anyway, Illusionarium, I am a massive fan of Magic. I'm an even bigger fan of Penn and Teller, who are going to be there every night via uh, video. Penn Gillette, what's up, man? It's Raza Mocha. How are you? Hello. How are you doing there? Real fantastic. Uh, the first time I saw Penn and Teller uh-huh. was in mid-90s at the Beacon Theater in New York, and it was the first time I had ever seen somebody do sleight of hand naked. What? Yeah, we did that. We did that. <laughs> the gag was that there was nothing up our sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> up our sleeves and said, oh, that's not enough. We could have it under our vest. We took our vests off. It could be in our pants. And then we finally took our pants off and then said, you know, we could be hiding stuff under little Houdini. Illusionarium in Toronto. Uh, how did this? Uh, how did this happen? And what are people going to see? Well, these people are kind of experts at this. You know, they did um, the Van Gogh by car thing. Mm-hmm. Where they were doing totally immersive stuff uh, that people could drive through. You know, they're working with all the government and health people to make this right. And safety is the number one thing. You know, tell them I would not be involved if it wasn't. Um, really, really safe. But they're moving people through, of course, masked and very socially distanced and in very small uh, groups. And it is a combination of um, 
a little bit of live magic, and then a lot, a lot of technology. It's really new technology. The stuff we're doing, we actually do a magic trick that happens in people's hands uh, for everybody that's out there. In this weird time we're living in, the biggest challenge is making sure people are safe, and you get that out of the way, and then do uh, then do magic too. You know, it's it's a historic look at magic. It's also contemporary look at magic. Three three D projections like lifelike holograms, live magicians all put together. It's it's a it's really a pretty great thing. Now I must say I've not seen it, but I've gone through it virtually, and then we shot our part, and uh, I'm real excited because we can't do shows here in Vegas. And uh, we haven't done shows live, but it's really nice. They've got this um, this kind of hybrid of a very special kind of live with technology that I think will be pretty great. I think it'll be pretty great. Uh, Penn, is this a new illusion for this exhibit that, that you guys have? Or, uh, or have you and Teller, like, modified one that you've already had in the bag? The trick we're doing is something we've done in our live show in Vegas, but it's a... Uh, it's a variation because everybody who comes in will get four cards and then the trick will happen in their hands as we guide them through it. Do you find now that, because I've noticed this before, where there's almost, you've dealt with every sort of skeptic there is and you guys were the, 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 the chief skeptics, but do you find now there's a new kind of skepticism where when somebody sees a trick, they no longer wonder how the individual did it. They automatically, their head goes to, what is that app and how can I get it and do that myself? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't put it quite quite that rough but when teller and i are writing stuff now uh we write it where we say well you know people if we're doing it on tv uh you say people are going to um be watching this you know 20 times on youtube and people will be um annotating it and drawing arrows what can we do to make it fun for them mm-hmm. uh many magicians had a chip on their shoulder of saying you know no one can be on the secret I can do this. You can't. Here's a quarter. Now it's gone. You're a jerk. Now it's back. You're an idiot. Show's <laughs> over. It was this kind of battle line. I remember one old time magician saying to us, we were explaining something on stage. Whose side are you on anyway? Oh, can you imagine somebody in any other branch of entertainment or art? Can you imagine Picasso saying, whose side are you on? Yeah. And in Illusiarium, it's the same thing. You know, people are going through, learning the history of magic, learning some of the principles. And it's no reason that has to be an exclusive boys club. It can be inclusive. And still, if you want to be fooled, you can do that, too. I don't know why it can't be everything to everybody. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. Uh, Illusionarium opens tomorrow in Toronto. Illusionarium.ca to get your tickets. Uh, Penn from Penn & Teller, thank you very much for joining us on the Raza Mocha Show. Pleasure talking to you. Pleasure. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah, man. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. So that uh, live stream that Kanye did on Thursday in Atlanta from the football stadium mm-hmm. that he had streaming on Apple. Yeah. It's set like a crazy record. Even though the album's not out. 3.3 million people tuned in. Wow. 
to watch that live stream. How was the sound quality, though? Because I didn't see any of it. Was uh, Some of was it was it good? good. Some yeah. of it was not good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's part of the reason why, like, if those were the actual, actual tracks yeah. or if it had something to do with the system that it was playing through right. inside the uh, the stadium. So I don't know if that's any part of the reason why Kanye decided that uh, he has to delay the album, it's, which is now dropping on, on August 6th because he has to rework it or whatever. It's weird to me that so many people heard this and there was a live stream of it, but I'm not, like, seeing ripped copies of all the songs anywhere yeah there's the the, weird. the feature with jay-z i think the feature with pusha t roddy rich but, and but theoretically else. theoretically those like everybody watching those millions of people watching like you can easily just record whatever it is you're watching so that's the thing you would have had to have done that in the moment because once the live stream was over yeah they pulled it so you can't go back no, now no, but people were recording it as it was happening of yeah, course they but were who knows maybe maybe it wasn't maybe the audio quality wasn't the best yeah it's no. or people weren't hype about it yeah i don't know the reason why yeah it's weird though to uh, me. but 3.3 million tracks. people that's crazy sorry Murray? i've seen tracks all over youtube and stuff Have you? i can't because oh, yeah. yeah, i haven't seen anything the like, whole no, thing's on youtube i think that i think maybe i think maybe because of the way social media is and twitter and he's a powerful twitter user that they're suppressing all any sort of bootleg links coming from the top of people's right. feeds yeah they're probably getting deleted right yeah, away yeah, yeah, yeah um so that that live stream was live that one time that one time only at the time yeah um 3.3 million viewers tuned God, in that's a lot to see kanye debut donda to everyone um they are going to repost it again apple's going to repost it once the album becomes available then they'll repost the for some strange reason. I don't know why. The, they're going to repost the live stream with gonna the songs that he didn't want on the album? Right. They're going to have the live stream available for people to watch oh. once the album comes out. Donda, <laughs> uh, apparently, the Fair new date enough. is August 6th. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Lance Bass um, talking about his relationship with Britney Spears. Uh, Lance Bass was... Um, doing a podcast and it's called the uh, podcast ones heather dubrow's world and interesting take on what happened to his relationship with britney you know i definitely believe in the free britney movement uh i believe that she needs to be away from the dad she needs to pick her own people run this conservatorship if she even needs one um especially choosing on lawyer i think to me it's a there's a bigger picture here um I haven't spoken to her in years. We have, you know, uh, we've been kept away from each other for for quite a while. But I don't, I don't know exactly what she needs. But I do know that she, to me, is what and what I see is sane enough to to pick her own people. And but the main thing that I'm concerned about is the court systems and this oh. judge. Like, if 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 this is really true, then we have to look at this judge because that means that they're corrupt, right? Wow. Mm. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. With all the talk in new music today and Kanye, uh, one song that was released was something from Prince's Vault. If you remember after Prince passed away, the family went in digging around and were finding all of this unreleased material. Yeah. And when you're dealing with somebody like Prince, I, I, I'm, I'm very much against the 
estate releasing music that Prince didn't want released because he was such a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And you can tell when you listen to this, like you can tell that it's Prince, but it doesn't sound like Prince. Like it doesn't sound finished. So the album is called, we all know and love. Yeah. The album was called, uh, it was from 2010. It was called welcome to America. And there's a song called hot summer. Cause it's gonna be hot summer. Just wait and see. This does not sound right? like Prince. It doesn't. At it's all. Like, like even the like the production on his voice and stuff like that isn't. It doesn't sound complete. It sounds like a TV commercial. Right? No offense it, to yeah. TV commercials. Yeah. <laughs> like TV commercial music. Yeah. But that's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I like a you know I like a, a Prince pop song. Right. But this that there's just there's something about it that just doesn't sound like Prince. And I'm a huge Prince fan. And yeah. to me, this just there's an emptiness to it. Then maybe there's a reason it wasn't released but uh, but mm. his family's going full in on uh, on releasing all this stuff the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast michael b jordan is reportedly developing a superman limited series for hbo max okay hold on now what this is where i start my head starts to hurt the Superman limited series for HBO Max is going to be revolving around Val Zod, a black Superman from Earth 2. Despite being right, one of DC's most recognizable characters, Warner Brothers has not figured out how they want to use Superman on the big screen moving forward. A lot of people are saying that J.J. Abrams is going to be the one that takes Superman into the future. Val Zod, if you don't know what Val Zod is, do you mm-hmm. know anything about Val Zod? No. Okay. So I mean, I don't I've heard of him. I don't right. know like the full full backstory. So when people started talking about a black Superman, it became controversial in the sense that they f- the perception was that they were just going to use the same story again, like we need another Superman origin story with mm-hmm. Clark Kent, only this time the only difference is um, he's going to be played by a black actor. Yeah. But it would still be that same story again, the the, the same Clark Kent story. Um, Val Zod is a different guy. So Val Zod is also from Krypton, who escaped Krypton when Kal-El escaped Krypton right before the planet exploded. Mm -hmm. But he went to Earth-2 while Kal-El went to Earth-1. And then on Earth-2, their version of the Justice League, called um, the Wonders, went to Val Zod to help him save their version of... Superman, sorry, Superman from Earth One. So the two, so the two Earths are yes, the two Supermans, right? From each Earth, they're gonna like link up, I guess, or one has to save the other. But also, the Robert Pattinson Batman is also from Earth Two. Ugh. Right. God. So this will okay. be this will be the Superman that go, would go along with the Robert Pattinson Batman. So it, it would be the Batman from Robert Pattinson, and then Val Zod. 
right? Yeah. So, um, but we know that Michael B. Jordan is uh, pr- producing it, and there's apparently a script in the works. He does not yet know if he will be the one playing Valzad. So it may actually be a different actor oh. that plays. I think it would make more sense Valzad. for him to play. I think so too. It depends on his schedule, though. Right? Yeah. What's he going to do? Make, be busy making Creed 3 and I 4? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so that's the story of uh, Valzad, Superman, Earth 2, and Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Not confusing at all. No. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Simpsons producers revealed new details about the show's upcoming 33rd season at wow. Comic-Con over the weekend. Wow. Uh, revealing that episode one in season 33 will be the show's first ever musical episode. Like all musical, I guess. All musical, like wow. a Broadway musical where like everything because everything will be done... sung. Oh, interesting. Wow. Because they've done like, I guess it would only be scenes with... Yeah. Uh, with music and like yes. them singing and stuff. Yeah. Huh. So um, the episode will be titled The Star of the Backstage. And according to uh, one of the executive producers, it is, quote, the most musical episode we've ever done. Uh, Kristen Bell has been brought on to do the singing duties for Marge. Oh, yeah. So it won't actually be uh, Julie Kavner who voices Marge doing all the singing. She won't be part of this. It's going to be um, Kristen Bell. Now, what is Kristen this? Bell going to sort of do a Marge voice or is she going to just straight up do Kristen gonna, Bell voice? Yeah, I think she's going to do straight up singing. Uh, executive producer Al Jean also revealed that the annual Treehouse of Terror Halloween episode will feature five segments instead of the traditional three segments. Mm. And uh, one of the segments will find Mo possibly finding romance in his life again so never works out for him never works out. also what a diss to the person who uh julie kavner who voices yeah. well she's what, not a like, singer though right I know, was she I at guess? least given a chance like 33 seasons yeah i guess like, give her a shot the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh, yesterday, Lance Bass um, went on TikTok, and it was a video of him dancing along to uh, a song with a caption. He was looking like super happy and stuff. Yeah. And he captioned it, when JT finally responds to my text. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? Why, uh, they got beef? And he also wrote, uh, it's the little things. And then I guess JT responded saying, once those babies show up, your unavailability will make sense, bro. Oh, damn. With the uh, laughing emoji. And then Lance replied with touche. Because if you missed it, Lance and his husband, uh, Michael, announced last month uh, that they are expecting twins, a boy and a girl, in October. And uh, we know that Justin Timberlake has a six-year-old and a one-year-old. Yeah. So he's uh, accounting for his lack of free time right. and being able to respond to a simple text. It's a busy house. It's a busy house because nobody's been ever to respond to a text with children. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just priorities. You know what I'm you saying? You can. Right. Act like you're not on your phone when you're, you know, Thank with you. your kid. Thank JT, you. JT, Thank please. You. Thanks. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. With all the talk of new music today and Kanye, uh, one song that was released was something from Prince's Vault. If you remember after Prince passed away, the family went in digging around and were finding all of this unreleased material. Yeah. And when you're dealing with somebody like Prince, I, I, I'm, I'm very much against the 
estate releasing music that Prince didn't want released because he was such a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And you can tell when you listen to this, like you can tell that it's Prince, but it doesn't sound like Prince. Like it doesn't sound finished. So the album like the is Prince called, that we all know and love. Yeah. The okay. album was called, uh, it was from 2010. It was called Welcome to America. And there's a song called Hot Summer. Like even the like the production on his voice and stuff like that isn't it doesn't sound complete. It sounds like a TV commercial. Right? No offense it, to yeah. TV commercials. <laughs> yeah. Like TV commercial music? Yeah. But that's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I like a, you know, I like a, a Prince pop song, right? But this is just, there's something about it that just doesn't sound like Prince. And I'm a huge Prince fan. And yeah. to me, this just, there's an emptiness to it. Then maybe there's a reason it wasn't released. But uh, but mm. his family's going full in on, uh, on releasing all this stuff. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Hello, Emily. How you doing? It's Razamoka. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Um, welcome to the podcast. I'm Thank just looking you. for I'm looking for a prop right now that I need for your <laughs> question. Well, so go ahead, ask your question, Emily. How high can Maury jump? How high can Maury jump? Like off of something yeah. or into the air? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, do you want to know like how high his feet come up off the ground, or if he were to extend his arms straight oh. up, how high? Like, think- what's the highest he can touch? I was thinking feet off the ground. Yeah. Feet I off mean, the ground. That's what I thought. Okay. okay. Yeah. You don't have a measuring tape, do you, Ross? Uh, in your bag? I have one in the car. No, you know but... I had one yesterday in, my, in my bag. Okay, yeah. Hold on. You know what? I'm going to do this. No, no, no but on. we need to be able to measure it. Yeah, don't we worry. Need, I got you. You need an actual way of measuring it. <laughs> Maury, can you, Maury, run to engineering and see if we can, uh, see if you can find a measuring tape. I have part of a flagpole. Yeah, but there's no there's no markings on it though. And then, so we'll measure how high Dammit Mori can jump. Right. I'll make a marking with this sharpie. Right. And then I'll use the measuring app on my phone to then oh. figure out how high Dammit Mori can jump. Oh, you, or you could have just That's brought a, a tape measure. That's what I was saying. <laughs> you want to run over to engineering and see if somebody's I don't got own a, these things? Wow. If somebody has a tape measure. Okay. Yeah, go and see if anybody has a tape measure. We'll just chat with, uh, what's your name again? It's Emily. 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 We'll, we'll just chat with Emily for a quick sec. What's going on, Emily? How are you? Why Why do you want to know um, how high Maury can jump? Well, I was looking at the questions, and I just, no one was asking the important ones, you know? Okay. So I thought I'd ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. How high can you jump? Uh, Not high at all. No, no. <laughs> how high yeah. can you jump, Ross? Not high, but my brother can jump incredibly high. Like, my brother can do, like, those boxes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, when oh, you, go, you know when yeah. you go to the gym and you see those Box dudes jumps. that are, yeah, like, yeah, jumping, yeah. like, on top of boxes and stuff like that? Like, yeah. he's always had, a, he's always had a, a, a great jump. I've never been able to. I've never had the legs for it. Right, like I've yeah, just. You have the height. Yeah, see, I'm tall, but like I'm six four, right? Yeah, I can't mm. even come close to touching the rim, let alone being able to dunk a ball. Do you think you could jump oh, yeah. up onto this table, this desk? No, that's like counter height, right? Yeah, yeah. No, God, no, 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 no. I, I couldn't. I, I would, could. I would break my head. I wonder if I. I could. wouldn't <laughs> even try. 
I wouldn't even try. My my shins would hit it, and I'd come down. I'd break a tooth. Mm. All this other stuff. Like there's there's just there's no way there's no way that I'd be able to do that at all. I've done those box jumps before, but I've never. I don't know what the the no? height. I've never like just you know. I've never measured yeah. the the height of. I think I'd probably do two boxes. Yeah, I knew Maybe. people like I knew people who were my God, like a or foot, a of, a like a like so much shorter than me who can like hit the rim on it, hit the hit the basketball rim. Oh yeah, you know I Anything, I could Maureen? I could never yes! tape measure. Okay. Nice. Okay, Here we go. so I don't okay. know whose it is. Okay, where did you find it? You on just stole floor. it. Yeah, on the floor. Yeah. Oh, that's God. You're gonna get somebody fired today. Okay, give me this. okay so can uh, I catch my breath? First, no, uh, Maury is Show going to Maury's gonna stand. And Mocha's gonna hold the the tape measure. Hey Sham, do you want? Can you go over there, please, and squat down? And uh, and it, listen, it's a team effort, okay? I need you to squat down, and I need you to sort of mark with your finger on the tape measure how high Maury can jump. Now, Emily, on the phone. Before we do this, how high do you think Maury's gonna be able to jump? I wanna I wanna aim for like at least two feet. Okay, so 20, 24 inches, right? Yeah. Tw- Twenty-four inches. Okay, so you oh, want to say you want to say at least two feet. That's easy. Yeah. Stand here. Okay. Step back. Step back. Step back. I'm okay. fine right now. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly what you got. I'm gonna. You just wait. Okay. Go. Like go. This, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Don't fart. Whatever you do. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay, now I'm going to tell you why you did that wrong, Moore. Because I kicked back. No, because you didn't. It's we want to know how high you can jump, not how high you can jump and lift your legs to your chest. That's not jumping. So here we got to do this this way, gentlemen. Maury, go up against that wall right there. Shem, take your hand, mark where Maury's head is, okay? And then when Maury jumps, you have to mark where as high as his head goes, and we measure the space oh. in between to find out how high Maury can jump. Okay, Maury. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. Now, Mocha, measure that. So, how, Maury, total was able to jump. That is 14 inches. 14 inches. Two feet. <laughs> two feet. That's, not, that's far from, that's, that's one foot, two inches. <laughs> okay, so in total, Maury was able to jump uh, 14 inches. Hell yeah. Yes. Now, that what's that? Now, uh, Mocha, how high is this desk? Oh. How high is the, the table here? <laughs> Actually. Yeah. How high is the table? 37 and a half. 37 and a half. Okay. Uh, okay. 37 and a half what? Inches. Inches. Oh. Okay, Maury. Now uh, try and jump onto this table. Okay. This is three feet, one inch. Okay. Try and jump onto this table here. From no, yeah, from the ground up. What do you think? No, go pull the couch over and like. <laughs> okay, try and try and jump on that if you can. No, he cannot. But you, you, yeah, but no. you used your hands. You you you, you pulled yourself up. And you jump, and your knees are landing on the like table. Yeah. Just jump up uh, feet. Hands? Yes. Your feet, man. Yes, with your feet. I would hurt my hernia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. We'll do it. That's true. That's true. We got we got medical issues to deal with here. Yeah. Boy, come in here wearing track pants again for two months. <laughs> he was ready. How, how is your hernia, by the way? Oh, it still hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I hope that answered your I hope that answered your question. Maury's, yeah, that's Maury, great. Maury, Maury, Maury to- he can jump. His his total jump was uh, one foot two inches off the ground. Man, two feet was ambitious, but I'm proud of you, Maury. It was it was, it was ambitious, and he could not do the 36 inches to the to the table we sit at. <laughs> I don't think anybody can. Yeah. Oh, there's people that could easily. Yeah. Easily do this. 
Like Michael Phelps or something? No, no, no. Like, my brother could easily do this, no problem. Really? Yeah, no problem. Well, bring no, him in. No, I'm not going to bring my brother in here. <laughs> Introduce him to this table? nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, take, I need you to take a holiday day. What yeah. for? I need you to come into work and jump on the table. <laughs> Just to prove like, that you can. Yeah, like I'm okay wasting our time. Right? We all get paid to be here. We can't ask us. We can't ask somebody who's not employed on the show to come in, take a and, day off work, and jump on the table. <laughs> Have some respect Thanks, for the Emily. man's time. Thanks, guys. All right. Oh my God. Um. Uh, already, <laughs> this is such a weird question. Okay. But we love you already because I know that uh, that you, you you reach out to us all the time. But she says here, what are your thoughts on ceiling fans? I'm scared of them. I know lots of people that have very passionate thoughts about ceiling fans. Really? Yes. How about fears? Yes. I'm afraid it's going to fall and slice my head off. Are you? Yeah. yeah. I know people that, that have fears of ceiling fans. Um, I personally love ceiling fans. Yeah. Right? Love ceiling fans. Catherine doesn't mind ceiling fans as long as they're on low. Oh, why? Okay. She likes a light, cool, where I like sitting on the couch under the ceiling fan with it cranked. But then where, it where, you could, where you could hear it like. Really? Yeah. I love it. I will lie on the couch under that thing and have a nap. Yeah. Right? Because at the cottage, we don't have AC. I didn't put AC in. Uh-huh. Um, on purpose? On purpose, deliberately. Why? Um, because I think that when you're at sort of that like vacation-y type mode, on a super hot day when it's 35, if you have AC, people tend to gather inside. Where on a super hot day, I wanted people to gather outside. Where gotcha. in the breeze, in the lawn, find some shade, that kind of thing. I didn't want people hiding in the house. Mm-hmm. So no, no AC in the house. But every room has ceiling fans. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Okay. So all the bedrooms, the like the living rooms, uh, both like everything has ceiling fans. And I like, they're all on remote too. Like you have like a little, like uh-huh. they're all remote switched. So you can just carry the remote down around in your pocket. And I change the speeds on all of them. And then Catherine comes in and changes the speeds back. Right? So we have like hardcore polarizing views on ceiling fans. But then you run the risk. Let's say you have people over and yeah. it's like too hot and they're like, hey man, why don't you just put on that ceiling fan real quick? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I just keep oh, them going all day. Gotcha. Like my house is all, like the house is always breezy yeah. because everywhere you go, the, there's ceiling fans going. So you, I like being inside where you can feel a breeze. It's weird. It's like when you go to, you know when you, you get off that flight when you go to like Mexico or Dominican or Jamaica or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. You get off that flight in the Caribbean and you're on that bus and then the bus takes you to the resort and then you walk into that lobby and you know how there's always a breeze. Oh, beautiful and you're, and light you're, breeze. And, yeah, yeah, and you're like, but I'm inside. But there's a breeze, uh-huh. right? I love that feeling. Like, I love the feeling of having a light breeze the, on me the, all the, the time. Indoor breeze. Yeah. Do you have ceiling fans at home? We do not have ceiling no, fans huh? at home, but in the house... Uh, my childhood house, yeah. the, the house that my parents still live in. Actually, I think they just got rid of one of their ceiling fans. But um, they, at the time when they bought the house, it was a very like fancy thing to have ceiling fans. To have ceiling fans, yes, right? I remember. So uh, we had, I think, three in the house. Yeah. I'm fine, like with or without. You don't ceiling yeah. fan or AC. Really? Yeah, huh? I'm good with you. Yeah, I don't think it's a substitute because there's really no substitute for AC. Oh, like, absolutely Like there's not, there's yeah. just there's no substitute for that. But I just like having a breeze on me all the time. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love being inside and having your hair blow around. Like it's great to me. Damn, always just skip this one's gonna kill. Yeah, me. I broke my knuckle on the ceiling fan uh, two summers ago. What? 
Yeah. Oh. I was in the in the bedroom and I was changing my shirt and the ceiling fan was going on full blast and I went to take my shirt off and my hand went up and and the ceiling How low are your ceilings? Um not that. Yeah, but Roz is super they're, high. They're only like my ceilings I think are like eight and a half. But when I lift up my arm, yeah. right, I'm like I can oh, touch yeah. like, I can touch like right, nine right, feet, right, right, right? right? So I didn't think I was that close and I, I went to take my blast? shirt off and the ceiling fan was on full blast. Jesus. And my knuckle on my hand had like a second knuckle for two years oh, before it before God. it finally before it finally calmed down. It Ooh. still sticks up really far, but now it doesn't hurt anymore. But uh, but you can you can feel it. But no, um to answer the question, I love ceiling fans. And you still got that boat, right? That your family gave you for it was Father's Day. Well, it's not a boat. It's like an inflatable. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's, you take it out often? No, no, just once. Oh. Yeah. Because Melody asks, hey Roz, whatever happened to, and then your quote, yeah. you can't trust a guy who owns a boat. Well, first of all, it was a <laughs> gift, okay? Uh it's less a boat, more a dinghy. Uh-huh. And um, it was a Father's Day gift from my kid. So I still stand by a hundred percent you can never trust somebody who owns a boat because they will cheat on you. Um <laughs> also people who drive limos or guys who work with metal. Uh, all of them cheaters, but uh, but no, I, uh, I I like the water. Like I like being on the water, but I much prefer pools to lakes. Same. Right? Lakes are dirty. Yeah. Like they get cold. all this and cold. <laughs> it's no, just I not... like to have the temperature control. Yeah, and also there's no mystery in the pool, right? Oh yeah, you know, I know. There's no. You know your surroundings. Yeah, yeah. I, right? I can see the bottom. Mm-hmm. I know what's in there. Nothing alive. Maybe a cricket. But other than that, you know what you're getting. Lakes, no bueno. I'm like, it's not good for me. Do you swim in lakes, Maury? No, right? Just oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. If there's a lake, I'll go in it. Yeah, really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just not at night. No. Oh, no. God. Don't Swimming even, in don't a lake at me. night? No, thanks. Horror I don't movies. like dark wetness. No. Mm, <laughs> interesting. There's a lot of ways that could go. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but my dream is to own like a pontoon. Uh, like a pontoon? I love pontoons. Like one single pontoon? I gotta look this up. Like a pontoon boat. Oh, like a pontoon boat. Yeah. Oh, not just like a big plastic tube. <laughs> Is that what pontoon means? <laughs> yes. No, pontoon boat. You want a pontoon boat? Yes. Why? I, I think, love the flatness I, I, of it. I, I, do you want a pontoon boat or do you want a catamaran? No, pontoon boat. Catamarans are freaky looking. I love pontoons. Yeah. Are you, are you learning right now what a pontoon boat looks like, Mocha? Yeah. Yeah. It's that flat I don't thing. Know. It's it's the thing that you see on lakes where all the old people just like cruise around very slowly, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like a, it's like a living room. It's what they use for the water taxis. Right. It's a living room. It's on, but it goes on that the floats. water. Yeah. yeah. But that's all you need. Yeah. It's it a, looks very eighty. It's a floating den. <laughs> Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is my wow. Dream. Look at this one. This one fancy as hell, bro. Yeah, look at this. What do you got? It's got like, it looks like it's got two sectionals. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's a floating, it's a floating den. Yeah, right? I don't know if I'm down with this no. at all. Hold on here. No, look up. It looks look very. Up you're right though. It looks very old person. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, because you, you can't have old people like fighting to balance themselves on something, right? No. So <laughs> they need a place to sit. Yeah, you know, and you know, it has to be comfy. Yeah, it's got to be comfy. It's got to be flat. There can't be any sort of like pointed edges on anything, no. right? And that's what a that's what a pontoon boat is. It's a it's a den. Like there's there's you don't even know which is the front and which is the back on a pontoon no, boat. No, not at all. I'll invite you guys over right? to sit. Yeah. 
You know what it looks like? It looks like if you took like an inflatable pool and then put the inflatable pool on the water <laughs> and just let people walk around in it. Yeah. Like and say here, find a place to yeah, sit. Yeah, it's it's super weird. Like, why would anybody want you like this more? I love the idea of just sitting in the boat, just moving around. Like, yeah. I don't want to go fast for the top of the no. Who boat wants to go? Up. Like, no, I like no. how this who is want, always comfortable. Who wants that? I'm looking at one just right now. Float. Honestly, I'm looking at one right now, and it looks like the lobby of a doctor's <laughs> office. <laughs> Right? Like, there's the nothing. Chairs. There's nothing sexy about it. Yeah, it's a lot of it's beige. It's a big. There's chairs. a lot of beige. It's a big rectangle with like rows of chairs for people to just sit and stare at yeah. nothing. This is so lame. <laughs> anyway, good luck, Maury. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Katie says, "What are your favorite toppings to put on nachos?" Isn't it I all think, the same? It's just ground beef, cheese. I think we've talked lettuce. about this before. Mm, you know what? I understand. Like, I know people put lettuce on stuff like that, like nachos. I could do without lettuce on nachos. I'm always going to go with cheese and... Black beans? Uh, mm, yeah, sure. I'll put cheese and beans and meat, of course. I would put beef and chicken. And sour cream. And I would put sour cream. Right. And I would put uh, green onion. And I would put... Uh, I wouldn't put salsa on it. I think I would have salsa on the side. They've never invented a taco where all of the fixins are inside of it and it's all sealed up so that nothing falls out. It's, uh-huh. called, a, it's called a burrito. Is it the same ingredients? As, have you ever had a burrito? Yeah. What's in the burrito? Ground beef. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Okay. They've never invented the burrito. You know what they should do? <laughs> um, also, we're talking about nachos right now. Yeah, bro. with nachos, I'm I'm sort of with you where I like the... <laughs> okay, say it. Okay. Say it. Say it. If it's wet, it should be on the side because I like to dip into it. That's okay? <laughs> so I don't want the salsa on the nachos. I don't uh-huh. want the sour cream on the nachos. All that stuff to me is on the side in little dishes that you can... That That's you how can, Jack Astor does it, little yeah, cups. Little cups so you can yeah. so you can dip. Because I find once you get to, to the middle or yes. those lower layers, yes. then the, the nachos are way too soggy. Wet. It's right? wet, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you like so, chicken on it? Uh, I like either chicken or beef um but i'm with you mocha on the lettuce i think that if you do lettuce it has to be sparingly mm-hmm. i had nachos two weeks ago where they were great nachos and the the hot sauce that they squirted all over it was like really dynamite mm-hmm. hot sauce quality hot sauce uh but the top it looked like when they brought it to me it looked like a salad there was so much shaved iceberg lettuce on the top of it that i had to pull it off and i filled a side plate with the lettuce before i got to the nachos but the problem is that i really like the hot sauce and when they build the nachos they do all the chips and all the cheese and all the beef then they do all the lettuce. Then they take all that delicious hot sauce and squirt it on top of the lettuce. Oh, uh, and then when you discard the lettuce. Yeah, when you get rid of the lettuce, I got rid, rid of all the hot sauce. sauce. Can you not just ask them, come over, can you get more I hot did, sauce? I did, I did, yeah, but I don't want to be a pain in the ass all the time. Now, the cheese, I had nachos one week where it was kind of like cheese whizzy cheese. Yeah. And then nachos this past Friday where it was like shaved Melted. actual good cheese. Which do you prefer? I kind of like the cheese whiz cheese. Now I like the cheese whiz. I like the like the Tostitos cheese for dipping. Mm-hmm. Like to me, like when you you know when you go to the movies and you get those yes. hot chips and, yes. and you sit and you dip. Yeah, Oof, baby. Yeah, 
That's yeah, spicy. I don't. I don't like cheese. that. I don't like that on there. But I eat. Um, I eat fries supreme at home more than anything. More than I eat nachos. Do you really? Yeah. Like wow. if I'm making tacos and I make like beef tacos, I'll throw some fries in, and I always have that Tostitos cheese in the fridge. Yeah. And I'll just uh, and I'll do a big plate of fries, and I'll throw some of that Tostitos cheese right on top of the fries, oh. and then three scoops of the meat, and then I'll take uh, and then little, you put cheese again on top. No, 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 and then little chop up little um, pieces of uh, green onion. Yeah, stick those on top, and then a dollop of sour cream off to the side, oh. and it's just like Taco Bell. It tastes just like Taco That's Bell. Amazing. Really? Yeah. I pay the extra dollar now on Uber Eats when you order nachos because otherwise it comes cold because they drop off stuff on the way. Right. Where now if you pay a dollar, it's like that's your order. It's only from the restaurant direct to you so with nachos there's a I pay priority the fee now yeah so i pay oh the dollar wait, because wait, 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 the say thing that again. Is, what happens so if you pay the dollar now in uber eats they're yeah. not going to drop stuff off on the way they'll come right to you because the problem is, is nachos they come cold now right and that it just doesn't work well right so there's a premium fee on uber where before you could be third drop off so the guy will go and get three different orders he'll have them all in the car and then you're like third on the list to be dropped off Oh, so, so you now, pay that extra so, fee, so you're bumped up to number one. So you're direct yeah. from Damn. restaurant to restaurant to house. We ordered nachos. twice this week from this same chicken place. Yeah. And their fried chicken is amazing. Okay. It's really, really good. Talk to me. Their fries, however, mm-hmm. I think this is one of those places where you have to sit in the restaurant and have the fries as soon as it comes out of the kitchen. Yep. Because these are like the the triple fried French fries. Yep. I mm-hmm. ordered online, went to pick it up, brought it home. Both times this week, the fries were dried out and hard. Really? Like really, really bad. See, it's not cool. So my mother-in-law, so the second time we had the meal, because we were raving about this place, right? Mm-hmm. And so my mother-in-law ended up calling the restaurant. Oh, no. And said, here's the deal. Yeah, and then they were very they were being polite. They were very apologetic. Yeah. Gave us like a, a credit, like a fifty dollar credit, and said fifty. Yeah, use it for anything you want at the restaurant. Jeez, I am so turned off from this place, though. Yeah, I'm not going to use that fifty dollar. Really, credit. Mm-hmm. just because of the fries. Yeah, it was really? a terrible experience. Yeah, and just order everything except the fries. You no, have fifty bucks it, now. It ruined my. How rich are you? That you can just be like, oh, I'm not going to use the fifty bucks. No, yeah. it ruined my my experience. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'll ever eat. From that restaurant again. Wow. Mm-hmm. But everything else was delicious. It was amazing. Yeah. Everything else was good. Yeah. It was the French fries. Oh, also, the first time I ordered mac and cheese, yeah. the mac and cheese was ice cold when I got it. Oh, see, that's not cool. So I think that. But at I'm least done with mac there. and cheese, you could reheat that. You can't really reheat fries. No. Well, you can. You can. With I, like a little bit of water at the bottom. Water? water? Like if you put it kind of like. Steam them. Steamed French fries. <laughs> Steamed fries that have been triple fried. Hey, I'm just brainstorming here. <laughs> like you want steamed fries? So that it oh, that's so rejuvenates gross. the moisture. No. <laughs> no. You know how gross those fries are okay. so watery. Yeah, you can't rejuvenate <laughs> fries with water. Right? It doesn't work That's that so way. Gross, no, the dude. only way I ever reheat fries is I take a, a big nonstick frying pan, yeah. put it on the put it on the burner, crank it up to super high, and I put um like two teaspoons of vegetable oil in the bottom of it and then just throw the cold fries right on the hot vegetable oil and just keep flipping the pan. Yeah. And when you get it to a point, you can throw them on a plate. They will taste as close to the way they did when you got them. 
That's, so the, that's the best way. Them. No, I would recommend not steaming don't fries. Steam fries. Right? That have already been fried. Yeah, like, what would that even be? I'm trying to think of like what that would be. Like, it's not even like a mashed potato. It's like a like a boiled potato almost, right? <laughs> it would just be soft. Like, it would just be like it would just all fall apart. <laughs> yeah, so gross. Uh, John Carlos says here, uh, if you could only watch one genre of movies for the rest of your life, what would it be? In addition, whichever you choose eliminates your memory. Of anything that you've seen in the past that is not in your selected genre. Comedy. Oh, horror. Horror? Seriously? Well, it says if you can only watch I love horror movies. But you wouldn't, but if you if you pick this, every other movie that you've ever seen that is not horror, you will have no memory of. So you will think of cinema only as horror movies. Okay, but then hold on, let's break this down. Because I love obviously I loved the comedy and the old movies that I I just rewatched Chitty Chitty Bang Bang over the weekend. Great wow. film. Because you're a hundred. <laughs> chitty chitty bang bang. Chitty <laughs> bang bang. Chitty chitty bang bang, my old friend. But I love chitty, chitty, horror bang, movies. Bang. Like I love that. I think you might have to explain to Mocha what Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is. You have no idea, do you? Dick Van Dyke's no, no. second movie. <laughs> Explain now who Dick Van Dyke is. Dick Van Dyke, Mary Poppins. He was the guy in Mary Poppins that took Mary Poppins and the kids through the paintings into the magical world. Huh? Have you never seen Mary Poppins? Like bits and pieces. Oh my God. (laughs) 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 It's amazing what people are passionate about. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I would say comedy or like family comedy. Have to be comedy, man. Have to be comedy. Because comedy is such a broad, like, if you say horror, right? The only horror worth watching is like hardcore rated R where you're going to get the most out of it. Mm -hmm. When you do comedy, you could get family comedy or you could get like um like uh what's that movie i'm looking for 13 going on 30 no you can get you can get everything from like like a, a diary of a wimpy kid all the way up to like Chitty super bad oh right super you know oh, what yeah, i mean yeah, 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 like yeah. you you could get there's a wide the spectrum, the spectrum is wide but then i can never watch horror again you could never watch horror again see this is a tough question when's the last time a truly great horror film came out Truly oh, great, man. not good because you hadn't seen a good one in years. Oh. What is the what is the last great horror film that Would came out? Would you put out? Halloween into horror? Well, yeah. What do you mean? Because like, well, like all one. the newer ones weren't eh, they were all right. Not but, truly great. Not truly great. Because I I love Saw, but I don't think Saw is on the same spectrum as Halloween. Why not? Because I feel like Saw is more like Saw is torture, more sh- horror, shock and shock, gore. Gore, yeah, yeah. But it's still in the horror genre, though. Mm. I think, right? Isn't it? I think it's, aren't though, all those movies now a hybrid, like yeah. the torture porn mixed with actual horror, like Insidious. It's all the same sort of audience. Well, I like I would say, put them in the in the same movies category. like Insidious or The Conjuring, anything like that. I think those were some really really good horror movies because of the scares. Yeah, right? wow, that's that, what you want. That latest Spiral movie was awful. So I'm looking here. The last I wrote, I, I looked up the last great horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people said Get Out. Okay, mm. I wouldn't. Right? Mm. No, I wouldn't. See, that wasn't horror-y to me. No, it's not horror enough for you. No, scared the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the whole <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maury's like, I don't know. The family seemed kind of cool. They got a nice place. <laughs> Right? I didn't. I don't know what's scary. I don't know what's scary about it. (laughs) (laughs) Brought that nice boy home. Right? Barbecue. 
family reunion. They did like, a great auction. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. People, yeah. man. No, no, people. I'm a black person. Yeah. You know, they did, they did white family things, like had a seance and hypnotize people, right? Like all the normal all the normal white family stuff that you do. And they have really cool antique teacups. Um, yeah, Get Out was, I would put Get Out in the in the horror category for sure. And I think that that, that may be, as far as my recollection goes, um, that's on the list here. Um, the the first A Quiet Place is on the list. Uh, horror movie, not horror no, movie. No, no, not no. horror movie. No, not at all. Okay, interesting. It was great. Yeah, not horror. Not horror. Okay. Uh, what about that new Invisible Man movie? I didn't really like that. I didn't though. watch that. I thought it was okay. It was fine. It was yeah, fine. I it was say fine. Horror, though. It was, it was fine. Okay. Yeah. See, we're still looking at. Like, yeah, Soma. no, it's it's tough. It's it's a it's a tough thing. Like because they just they crank them out because. Like, a lot of these horror movies are, they don't get the big budgets and they don't get the great directors, although there are great directors, but they're sort of their own genre, and you don't hear about a lot of the really, really good ones. But I can't think of, like, what the last great horror movie was. Really can't. That's why, I mean, the Halloween one that came out, I'd say, three years ago. Yeah. I liked it. The Jamie Lee Curtis one. Yeah, one I really liked that one. Yeah, was it scary though. Was not a, a, not a fan. Was, yeah, it was pretty scary. It was good. Yeah, I wasn't. A, I wasn't a huge. What fan. What about your guy? The the chitty guy. Was his name? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Dick yeah. Van Dyke. Dick uh, Van Dyke. Did he, he ever... star in any horror movies? No. <laughs> Poor guy. Ninety five years old. <laughs> that's how old he is. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. I can't think of another like Sinister's on this list. Like the Saw movies. Yeah. All from like the early two thousands. Um, let me see if there's anything that's more recent. Something called Swallow. You ever seen that movie? No, no I never seen Swallow. Good Night, Mommy. <laughs> no, no. Like a lot of these things. Climax from 2019. Never no. seen never that. Never heard of, heard of it. Uh, Final Destination from 2000. <laughs> oh yeah, those first ones were yeah. pretty. Yeah. Um, La Llorona from 2019. Mm-mm. Did I see that movie? No, I don't see that movie. Oh, The Ring was good. Uh, American Psycho from 2000. Hey, there's one on Netflix that people are freaking out over. And I, I don't know if it's subtitled or not, but it's uh, an Italian, I think, Italian horror movie called Classic Horror Movie. Oh. That people that, are wow. freaking out I've over. I've never heard of it. I've never even really? seen it. On Netflix, yeah. Uh, what about The Ring? That's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those were good. Yeah. The first one. The first good. one was good. First yeah. one. Oh, my God. That was good. Yeah. yeah. But that's really days. it, though. There's not, like, I can't even see a lot of movies even on. Cloverfield is on the list. Oh, I love the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Would you consider that a horror movie? No. No. What about Slenderman? Uh, what? There, I don't think there is a Slenderman movie. Wasn't there? No, oh, yeah. So. They made one. Yeah. It wasn't that good. Yeah. Yeah. The Grudge is on here. Oh, yeah. Grudge. Yeah, yeah. Like all those movies that were originally Japanese movies and still awesome and scary as hell that they turned into American movies. Yeah. Although The Ring, I did not mind. I actually preferred The American Ring to The Japanese Ring. Oh, God, yeah. Was yeah. Yeah. Movie. Was it called Ringu? I think yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually preferred the I preferred the uh, the American version to that one. Uh, but anyway, so there you go. All right. Uh, find us on Instagram at Kiss925. That is where we post Ask Roz and Mocha. Uh, this is where we get the questions from. So feel free to ask away and we'll get one of you to join us on the phone. Thank you very much. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.